0: Our story begins with war, a clashing of gods so destructive that nearly two-thirds of the population would not survive. They call this time the Calamity. In an effort to escape the decimation of the surface world, five families took refuge in an isolated area of the Underdark, drawn in by the innate well of magical power only to find that they were not the only ones drawn to the magic, and the denizens of the dark would not let it go so easily. War waged both above and below. Until a device was crafted, an accumulation of five crafts bound as one to push back the evils of the darkness from whence they came. Now, centuries have passed, and a city has been forged in total isolation from the world above, and as such, the Nameless City has known peace. However, nothing good ever truly lasts, and the darkness has always promised to come back. Now faced with the resurgence of evils long since put at bay, three champions must rise tasked with gathering an army strong enough to push back the darkness once and for all. These unsuspecting heroes must brave the world of the surface and the unknown dangers that lie in wait, in order to save their city, their people, and any hope for the future that remains. Jazara Telena, a half-drow gloomstalker ranger, tasked with the protection of her companions and burdened with a dangerous curiosity for the unknown world above. She hunts the darkness with arrows more precise
1: than the morals that dictate her aim. Ashakel, a dampier, twilight cleric who walks the fine line between knowledge both sacred and forbidden. Under the caring eye of the moonweaver and the otherworldly gaze of haunting red glow of the moon Brutus, she tows the line of darkness and light to bring forth the magic of twilight.
2: Valkaria Nycor, a tiefling shadow sorceress, coalesced from arcane shadows and carved from the frozen flames of the deepest pits of the Nine Hells. Youth and duty clash within as the world before her unfolds. Hey, Hey, y'all. It's Misty. It's Ani.
0: And Aaron. And we're back with another... Uh Nameless City campaign episode. Woo! Woo! Yeah. So uh let's get down to it. The uh, last you guys saw our party had just escaped a creepy, creepy cave of mind-controlled zombies uh, that were mining in a
3: dragon in a, like an
0: ice cave for a meat wall. <laughs> which sounds as disgusting as it was that's it's very it's yeah. very true um but the party had been separated and then more or less kidnapped and slightly mind controlled and then they were Clearly. they woke up in this cave Asha bitch slapped Falcaria into uh into consciousness and then with much they-
2: glee i'm sure <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then uh, Myth, being the ever-wonderful fey feline that he is, uh, rescued Jazara and freed Orvo. And eventually the party was able to escape mm. after battling a yeti and mm. freeing Sir Goosington from a gelatinous cube that he'd gotten himself stuck in. And dealing with some zombies. And eventually the party was able to escape the town, and uh, which is the... Um, Tomb of the Worm. And, yeah. Uh, And the lovely cult that exists in it. Um,
2: Stay away from cults, guys. Stay away from cults. During the
0: fight, they did notice that on the wall was one of the dragon masks that they had seen, uh, which looks surprisingly like the one they already have. However, this one was white and hanging on the wall, and before the party made their daring escape uh, through the maze of tunnels and out of the city, they took it. So now, Jazara has one mask in her bag, and Valkaria has the other. Let's and not forget
2: how we got the white mask down. <laughs> Our lovely vampire decided to uh, climb the wall.
0: And that's very true. Our <laughs> lovely Hang on, did
2: spider
1: monkey. Yeah. <laughs> <What? laughs> it will never die. It will, it never will die. not. It
0: will never die. It, it will always exist. But. Our wonderful Asha uh, exuded some of her vampiric powers and climbed some walls and a little bit of upside down too, and uh, the party made their escape and they eventually came to a rest at some Aorian ruins. Uh, the, of which the party had never seen before, but Orvo explained to you guys that these were pieces of the ancient city of Aor that had been thrown to the ground by the gods during the calamity and pieces of it were now scattered all across the islands of Eiselcross. And in your uh, time hiding out in the ruins, uh, you guys uncovered a magical bubble that seemed to have somebody frozen in time inside of it. And after a couple of attempts at trying to break the bubble, uh, you were unsuccessful. Uh, And eventually everybody, especially Valkaria, got really fed up with it and decided to go to bed. But right before they did, uh, Valkaria discovered that in everybody's pack, there was a bunch of crabs Which proceeded to bite Valkaria and then at some point Valkaria ate one of her fish, her bra fish, got food poisoning and spent most of the night uh, up
2: with food poisoning. It was Um, worth it to see, what's his name? Orvo. Orvo, yes. To see Orvo, just be like, so when do we eat fish? (laughs) When do we suck on fish?
0: Yes. The party has been teaching Orvo unpleasant and inaccurate, uh, cultural <laughs> qualities of the Nameless City and the Underdark by telling him that one of the customs that they have is to suck on frozen fish, which it's Can not. You imagine? I
1: leave the city. It's not a thing. Can you imagine somewhere down the line after this adventure? He decides should... to visit the Nameless no, City. No, no. He was, you know, cause people, um, less scrupulous anthropologists have Mm. written books about cultures they barely understand and so Mm. he publishes his findings on the the people of the nameless city and it's just like how'd you get that (laughs) my well my first uh uh first person source uh said And the worst part is, is like,
0: if it gets like super popular, even though it's inaccurate, and then for the rest of time, people just associate sucking on fish with the people of the Nameless City.
2: Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. Hey, Ian, we're going to (laughs) kill (laughs) you. Oh, gracious.
0: So, um, also the party, well, to be specific, myth found Asha a gift in the form of the robe of useful items. And so now once a day, uh, Asha can tear off a new patch and discover something unknown. And uh, he was very proud of that find for you.
1: He should be. He's a good Um, boy.
0: And the uh, party went to sleep for the night, and woke up uh, rested and ready to go and (laughs) continue your search for soulful. So you guys uh, have woken up after a long and for some of you restless uh, night and uh, in these Aeorian ruins you're a little probably a little more off track than you guys would like to think but you'll have to do some survival checks uh, or some nature checks to figure out where you are Um, and so Orvo to try and get you guys back on track Um, but before we do all of that is there anything you'd like to do
1: specifically this morning? I don't know if there's anything specific, but I just find, I think it's funny that this group of idiots gave up on the bubble person. Um, I mean, I don't really I don't really know how to approach it in any other way that wouldn't result in death <laughs> or loss of limb kind of thing, but I just cannot believe this bunch of idiots gave up. <laughs> We were tired. This is true.
0: Uh, you'd been through a lot. <laughs> like, you guys had just been abducted by a cult, you know, and then, like, and kidnapped. Zombified. Zombified. You, you found a meat wall. You know, it was, it was a <laughs> lot. That would
1: traumatize anybody. Mm-hmm. What that's why I gave Valkaria like two emotional <laughs>
0: searches and not just one. It's like, no, that's that's traumatizing. One for, like, the fight and getting kidnapped. The other one was just for the meat wall.
2: <laughs> just for the wall. <laughs> just for the meatball. Um, While we're all still getting up, Val is going to just kind of crawl <laughs> towards her pack, wherever she's lying down, mm-hmm. and go for her crystal and just kind of stare at it, so she can just kind of refocus and not feel like absolute shit after having rotten fish diarrhea.
1: You know what else would be a good idea? Hmm. You don't. You have any fish left, or was that your last fish? I think it was my last fish. Was it her last fish, Misty? I things? I think she ate
0: one of them. Had another one that she I, she might have tried to give to Sir Gisington, and then like he sniffed at it, and it was just like. Nah, nah. So, but like it should it, have been your
2: first clue. There's another
0: it. one in the snow, but I think that's it's I'm been tossed.
2: Going. We're done. So, yeah. Separate. There's no.
0: There's currently no broth.
1: So, okay, good. We're out of brawfish. I was going to say, I would dispose of the rest. But, <laughs> <laughs> I would say that would be mission number one. My favorite part is,
0: like, the number that Valkaria had to roll to beat to not get it was decided by Aaron so long ago. <laughs> and, like, I love that. I've been waiting for that moment for so long. I love like, that you remembered
3: <laughs> that you did that.
0: I had a sticky note of it written just, like, on my computer, and it has been sitting, like, attached to my computer forever well, since I
3: texted
0: you. <laughs> yeah, just, like, since I texted you, like, months and months ago, and it was just like, hey. And so I wrote it down so I would not forget, so. Genius.
2: but uh, Oh, yeah, so. But, yeah, Val's gonna just, help, like, spend some time with her crystal. Okay. I don't know how you want to do the Magical Sorges stuff, but, I don't know, maybe while she's just concentrating shit goes wild for a second
0: (laughs) I would say that while Valkyria is concentrating you can kind of feel like a buildup of magic inside yourself it's not to the point that you can't control it but you just you can kind of feel it's almost like a restless energy inside of you Um, and it just you can just feel it just kind of sitting inside of you and it kind of grows a little bit at the more stress that you become under got it I think Jazara is probably uh, going around and getting some like breakfast together and uh, maybe offering Pakari just just bread, just straight bread. bread. Um, and then starting to uh, her and Orvo are starting to like pack up the camp and things like that. and you can see Orvo starting to pull out some of his tools and everything like that for navigation and trying to like figure out where you guys are.
2: All you hear are grumbles and mumbles from mm. this little. Lincoln.
0: Sir Goosington, at some point, while you're concentrating like, on this crystal and you're trying to get almost into a meditative state, like walks up behind you and then walks on top of you and is just sitting on top of your head. <laughs> and that's just where he's he's going to be. You so Do you still know- have the sheep hair?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah for a little while. It, it lasts for 24 hours, so you won't lose it until later that evening. So if Sir Goosington's kind of Wiggled his way in, trying to like make himself a little nest. What is
1: the fluffy nest? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is Asha I, doing this morning? Asha is wrapped in her robe of useful items, mm-hmm. just because she won't let it be parted from her at this point. And she and Myth are back up with near the bookcase, just perusing. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you guys definitely found some interesting and weird and
2: creepy books the last time. Yeah, yeah. Val found origin of magical species. Mm-hmm. Stranger in my dreams. <laughs> and wish it, want it and screw it. Yep. Mm.
0: Yeah, there were some weird weird strange books that were found. So, um, you guys you know, uh myth and Asha you guys peruse like some of the shelves and you notice mm-hmm. like some of the books have very clearly been worn through time and through weathering and stuff like that. Some of them have a little more uh where you know like a little more resistance to some of it and usually that's some of the ones that have been like buried underneath some of the other piles and things like that some of them might give off like some of the bookshelves might give off like a faint energy that like you think maybe was protecting some of the books a little bit um but you notice that a lot of the books are in a language you don't understand most Mm -hmm. of them are in um some there's a like you can tell there's a variety of languages, but the vast majority of them are all in languages you don't understand. So, mm-hmm. and uh, if you want to, you can roll like a um, history check, and you can try and see sure. why. Let's see. What is...
1: Okay, that would be it. Nineteen plus three, so twenty-two. Okay. Damn.
0: Um, you recognize that the language is. So everybody in Alexandria, for the most part, speaks common, and Mm -hmm. you would recognize that this language is like an ancient form of common. It would be like discovering Latin today. Mm -hmm. Like some of it makes a little bit of sense, but like it's definitely not common. Um, If you spent like enough time like going through it, you might be able to decipher some of it. Myth can read it. Mm Um, without any... But he doesn't of- have
1: time to read to all of us.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, like, so sometimes you'll see him, like, walk through and over the shelves and stuff like that, and he'll look at a book and he'll <laughs> just squat it away, cat, you know, cat, just dismissive just cat style, and just, like, pa and just and so, like, they are, you guys have walked up, like, maybe onto that second floor, and he is just batting them off of the side, and just, like, they're just slowly, every once in a while, there's just a book that just flings itself down, and, like, and Akharia, you, you might get hit by one every uh-huh. once in a blue moon, as yeah. he just flings books off the side. So, um, he's but so yeah, sweet. yeah. It is Bell a...
2: grunts. You hear goose honkings.
0: Just like, And like, if you look at Myth, you can tell he's not sorry
1: at all. But I'll be sorry on his behalf. There you go. Sorrows, sorrows,
3: prayers.
1: Amazing.
0: So, uh, <laughs> hmm. uh, so while you guys are doing that, Orvo is focused on trying to figure out where you guys are, and he's gonna roll a survival check.
1: And he rolled a natural one. We're all going to die. <laughs> you guys are in space. What?
3: <laughs> uh, now
0: He gets a fifteen, and uh, oh, thank God. So he spends a bit of time like focusing and like kind of like looking around the landscape, and trying to judge like how far you guys have gone. And he says he has a general idea uh, of where you guys are. So whenever you guys would like to take off for the day and start heading out, uh, you may do so.
2: Val is useless. Val's not moving until she has to. (laughs) Val can go. (laughs) Okay. Jazara's going to walk over to Valkaria and be like, hey, get up.
0: Uh, Time to go. No, We're still too close to the weird
1: cult people. We need to move. But my butt. Do you want to go back to the meat wall? No. Okay, then get up. Like, (laughs) come on, little
0: sheep. And, like, uh, Jazara like, pats your head. Like, come on. And, uh, Jazara will literally just reach down and just pull Valkaria to her feet. Like, let's go.
2: Mumble, mumble, grumble. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) So you guys, um, set out, and, uh, Orvo takes the lead this time, and, uh, uh, he. As you guys are, like, going on, he tells you, it's like, I think we're pretty close to Saul's fault. So I would recommend everybody keep their eyes peeled as we go. I wouldn't imagine it's more than a day or two from where we are now.
2: A day or two. Yeah.
0: So, everyone, go ahead and roll me a perception check, please. Thirteen. Fifteen. Okay and shazara got a 12 and Orvo got a 14. so you guys are you look around a bit and you notice like some of the landscape changes a little you're starting to see more pieces of like these ruins as you go um there's a lot of like snow and everything like that but every once in a while you'll see like a pillar sticking out of the ground or like maybe some kind of like weird uh just a random wall out of nowhere and you're like okay um, but as you, you guys start to go, you spend most of your day just hiking, it's a little slow going. Uh, Orvo stops quite a bit <laughs> to like try and keep track of where you guys are going, make sure you're yeah. on track. And uh, he tells you a couple of times that you know this area is familiar, he's not entirely sure how far Salzwald is from here, but he does remember being in like this area. Um, and if someone would like to roll me at the 6 they may
2: one <laughs>
0: uh, as you guys are are walking and uh, kind of like out in the distance there's there's like a spattering of trees like here and there and um but you can see like some larger pieces of ruins and rocks and things like that and uh out in the distance you hear like this rumbling noise and as you're looking out uh more towards the west you can see one of these really large pillars that has managed to survive. Just kind of lean, tilt, and then crashes to the ground. And you can faintly hear it. It's pretty far off. Um, it, but uh, you can like faintly hear the crash and you watch as the snow just poofs like up. And you see what is truly a humongous Like saber toothed tiger, just like standing over it now, and is like rubbing its like teeth and it's like really long, sharp teeth on it, and it appears to be using it to like sharpen its its teeth on. And it's like you guys have never seen, you guys have seen like oxen and things like that. You have like underdark versions. This is bigger than an ox. It is very big. So it's not quite elephant size, but it is between like an elephant and an ox. And Asha's
1: hand will shoot out to the collar of Valkaria's coat (laughs) and will give it a distinct, sharp yank no.
2: (laughs) Take all the fun out of everything.
1: (laughs) He's sharpening his teeth. They are already sharp, (laughs) they must be sharper. Yes, to eat you. It's just hard to
0: just kinda of lean over. like, do you really want to <clears throat> run away from something that big when your ass hurts as much as it does?
2: <laughs> I <laughs> Yes, mommy, I'm in no mood to fight right now. <laughs> I think Jazara is just gonna grab your whole face.
0: And she's just gonna look at you and she's like, What the fuck did you call me? <laughs> she's gonna grab it, like Mother? squish your face. Oh, no. and it, oh, the more
2: you do it, the harder that grip is going to get.
0: <laughs> she's just like, You wanna try
2: that again? Mama? <laughs> and yeah. Asha's
1: gonna remove herself from the immediate <laughs> radius of this brewing <laughs> shitstorm.
0: Yeah. Uh, Valkaria, go ahead and roll a strength saving throw, please. I'm
3: 17,
2: Okay. Um,
0: you're like she is going to like try and tackle you, um, but uh, you actually did do higher than she did at this at this moment, and so instead she kind of like gets her arms around you and you kind of, like, duck away from her and, uh, like, take a step back. And now, now she's really pissed. And go (laughs) ahead and roll me another strength saving throw. (laughs) Thirteen. She's not got a natural one. (laughs) Shit. She's getting so pissed. She's, (laughs) she's just Paul, you are not, she can't catch you at this point. You just keep backing out and like zigzagging as she's <laughs> following you. And she's starting to get more pissed the more she does this. And uh, Bob she, and Weave. Bob and Weave. And uh, Jazara, I think.
2: Apparently, Val needs to. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> need think. She needs to she's bowels gonna- more often for this advantage.
1: Um, Jazara is dehydration is sure gonna work in your favor this often.
0: Jazara is going to full on like linebacker tackle you,
2: so <laughs>
0: only one more strength saving throw
2: 13.
0: <laughs> oh, I got a 19 this time. Okay, so Jazara like has focuses all of her rage. She stops moving, and then at the, she just stares at you, and guys have, like, a little bit of a stare-off, and then she just takes off running and just <laughs> BAM! Smacks herself right into you, and you guys both just hit the ground, and when you hit the ground, and, like, she grabs her hand, like, over your face, and then she's gonna cast Disguised Self to turn herself to look like your mother.
3: <laughs>
0: and
1: she's going
0: to say... You already have a mother,
1: remember don't
2: fucking call me that <laughs> uh, I, don't, I didn't need to see that on
1: the journey out thank you
0: she's like, watch it or I can keep this up for an hour and I
3: will
1: you you in it. the middle of the night it would be good
3: too
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, her, just like <laughs> Just like, oh, you didn't—you uh, didn't hear anything. Like it was just a bad dream. <laughs> it's just a bad dream. And uh, I think Jazara is probably just gonna like leave the spell for a little while. Uh, however, she does have to roll a wild magic surge because of that. So let's see. Mm, I don't think we had this. Yeah, we haven't had this one. Uh, it doesn't really do anything at the moment, but uh, I got a 95, and that means uh, you cast Cure Wounds on yourself. So she, she'd she been injured. She's less injured now. But uh, so, like, uh, as Jazara's standing there, looking like your mother, um, mm-hmm. in, like, a very... Which is a little awkward for you, Val, because it's like, okay, she's still wearing all of, like, Jezara's clothes. clothes but, like, she's and you've definitely never face. seen your mother dress like that before. Uh, but as she's standing there, she just kind of, like, glows with, like, some of that radiant light that sometimes you notice uh, that comes from Asha when she's, like, healing people. Uh-huh. And it kind of, like, sparkles around her and then dissipates. And you just you her kind of, like, look. my like, going, like... <laughs> anything happened? <laughs> it's like, am I, do I have sheep hair? Like, <laughs> am I good? Am I good? No, even
2: worse. You look like my mother. Well, that
1: was yeah. intentional.
0: <laughs> this is just, yeah, that, at least that was intentional and Jazara will like drop disguise self turn back into herself she's like I'm not like I don't know green or like have like fangs or anything
1: I'm good I'm good nothing visible you don't see her third eye she's like what <laughs> she's like what? <"Where?" laughs>
0: and then she looks at car and she's like don't let me put you back in the snow put you back in the snow no hesitations
1: and
0: poor Orvo. <laughs> Orvo is not even paying attention at this point. He's just He's got his map in front of his face. He's looking around. He's got a little compass and he's looking around. You see him tap like the compass every once in a while. He's like holding it up, really focusing on it, and then looking around. He's like, ha, ah, this way! And he starts leading you guys off in a different direction. You spend, um, you spend most of the day still walking, still looking for Saul's fault and everything. And, uh, eventually, like, the day passes, and, uh, you guys set up a camp for the evening. Um, is there anything you'd like to do in the evening?
2: Yeah! Val is gonna go through some of her books. Okay. And Which books she's... would Val mm-hmm. like
0: to start reading? Um,
2: I'm gonna look on that in just a second. <sighs> I think... She's- she's got... Wish it, want it, and screw it. Mm-hmm. Along with the how to make a golem book in front of her, and she's debating on which to, which one to go with for the night.
0: Okay. Um,
2: can I roll something for that?
0: Yeah, you can roll. Roll me a d4. Odds, it's the golem book, and then even, it's the other one. One. One golem
2: book. Golem book.
0: Alright, so Valkaria kind of like hunkers down and uh, starts
2: reading her golem book um, how, Sir Goos- how long does, sorry, how long does Mage Hand last? Um, Mage Hand doesn't
0: last super long, let me see Uh,
2: it lasts
0: for a minute
1: Oh boo, okay
0: um, You guys did notice at some time as, uh, as you started making camp and by the time you were done Sir
2: Goosington did disappear
0: at oh this boy. point it's
2: not even like shocking yeah so, you're stupid.
0: so he he did disappear somewhere along the lines
1: um is there anything specific that uh, asha would like to do for the evening um I, th- I think she's just gonna focus on making a good dinner because okay. we've had some Tom, so maybe she can she can actually cook <laughs>
0: okay so you make some dinner and everything like that um orvo and jazara kind of like sit Uh, together and like start comparing like map notes and things like that and where they Mm -hmm. are and Jazara kind of like spends a bit of time like making uh, some maps based on the ones that Orvo already has and then some other ones of like the area and stuff like that they're all like kind of like crude sketches at this point because she's trying to do it quickly Um, but uh, she starts going through some of that map paper that she found in um, that weird dude's tent uh, Burton's Yurton, I believe. <laughs> uh, but uh, she had map paper, so she's starting to make use of that. And, um, you guys, evening passes pretty uneventfully. Um,
2: until J- Valkyria decides to walk off, not saying anything. Not far away. Just is mid-read. Stops, closes the book, and walks away.
0: Jazara will let you get maybe 30 feet from the camp before she's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. I don't believe that for a second. What are you doing? I'm just walking. Yeah. Nice. Walk in a circle, like around the camp. Don't just walk off into the abyss somewhere.
2: Okay. So Val starts to just walk around the camp, but then it's increasing in diameter as <laughs> she walks. Yeah,
0: no. Jazara's <laughs> watching you now. And they like, kind of <laughs> looking at Asha and then looking at you. And like by the time you get maybe your third or fourth circle around. <laughs> We, cause like you're looking at your book right and uh are you looking up at all or are you just making circles as, you, as you're reading oh no
2: I'm reading and looking around cause obviously I'm looking for something
1: okay uh, is on there something your... we can help you with no oh jeez
0: <laughs> yeah at some point Jasara definitely gets up and just stands <laughs> in your path
2: like as you're walking what are you doing what are you looking for I'll know when I see it. I don't know what I'm looking for. That's suspicious as fuck. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what is- what are you- like, the book title alone
0: is worrying (laughs) enough.
1: What are you doing? What is the end goal? (laughs) I don't know. Oh dear. Then why do you have to do it
0: further and further away from the camp? Did you see the saber-toothed tiger earlier? Did you see that? I'm not finding what I want! Are you looking for something to eat you? Because it's going to, and if you get snatched here, I'm not going after your ass. Now walk in concentric circles closer to the camp.
2: Val is going to try and, like, climb up a tree. See if she can find what she wants in a tree.
0: Okay. Make me a athletics check.
2: <laughs> i is going to try to climb a tree
0: yeah with your plus nothing to athletics go ahead and try a an athletics check to climb up a pine tree 17 17 all right i'll say you uh, you have to put the book away for a moment and you kind of like fine. just you have learned your lesson from the hole that you fell in in the ice cave. So when you leap up and stick your claws the in there, you know not to stick them in so far that you get stuck. So you've managed to like kind of climb your way up into that like the first big branch, and you're just you're kind of sitting there for a moment. Jazara's is standing on the ground beneath the tree, watching you as you do this. Um, I'll say you've made it ten feet into the tree. Okay. Okay. Um, what are you looking for? I don't know. <laughs> okay, what is Ani looking for at this moment? What is Lottie looking to do?
2: <laughs> because I can't tell you what you find if you don't tell me what you want to do. Okay. We're looking for like a corpse, any kind of corpse, bird, snail. It doesn't matter. Some bird. kind of corpse. Yeah.
0: A perception check with just so much disadvantage. Just so much disadvantage. If I could give you triple disadvantage, I would. But roll me 2d20, and then take the lower one as your perception check.
2: They're both 11. Okay, what's your perception
0: check in total? 11. 11. Yeah, you don't fucking find any corpses. Yeah, (laughs) very obviously there are no... Corpses in this pine tree,
2: or
1: that. Not, not even a squirrel corpse. No. Okay. And Ash is just sitting with Myth. Just Myth is sitting in her lap, and just today. his head is so tilted to like the side, like owl style. It's like, what do you think she's doing? I wish I knew, but actually, no, I don't. I don't wish I know. Mm-mm. It's good enough enough. that Jazz knows right now. I'm going to let her do it. (laughs) And Myth climbs up
0: your shoulder and just gets into the hood of your new robe and then just curls up and goes to sleep. He's just like, nope. And his tail, you can't see it, but his tail just goes over the eyes. (laughs) It's just like, not his problem today. But Jazara, however, is standing underneath the tree staring at you. like, what are you looking for? The corpse. Jazara just closes her eyes. (laughs) She just, it's just, it's just several beats of, like, very meditative inhaling. Inhaling.
1: inhaling, Exhaling. The irony here is that she left a Uh corpse at the last camp. Mm -hmm. A fish. Yeah, Yeah, that's very true. But Val didn't look at the book before then. I'm (laughs) just saying, it's... Irony, you had a A corpse. Corpse. Corpse.
0: Jazara's just gonna stare at Valkyria. She's like, Valkyria? Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) Why do you want a corpse? Want to try and make a golem? (laughs) Jazara just stares. And then she just stares at the tree like she's staring into the void. Like a thousand yard stare. <laughs> and she's like... And then she just walks away. She just goes back to camp. And she's like, you know what? Somebody else can take first shift. I'm going to bed.
2: Also... I guess I'll take first shift while I'm in the tree. Are you <laughs> going to be advantage. paying attention? Probably not. Of That's why it, so ready. yeah. Alright, if you're going to
0: take first shift... um roll a perception check with disadvantage because you're not actually paying attention. You're looking for corpses. <laughs> Nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't see any corpses, but if anybody tries to fucking kill anybody in the middle of the night, you ain't gonna see that either.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
0: you spend a couple hours in the tree. Um, yeah, you see, like, just kind of staring, looking around. Um,
2: you hear faint rustling or something, cause I- Val will send mage hand out to like, tickle some small twigs and branches. See if anything if, falls if out. If you
0: do that to any extent of like, repetitiveness, and it's loud, <laughs> do you? Like, no. Is, is it loud? No, any it's not kind? loud at all. Okay. Cause Jazara would shoot at you, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> like, it just really depends if is gonna shoot at you or not. So, you you spend a couple hours reading your book, looking for corpses very unsuccessfully. You're very lucky that nobody gets eaten in the middle of the night. Um, (laughs) Your shift is over. Would you like to get out of the tree and wake someone else?
2: Do I want to get out of the tree? Not really. Val is enjoying her time in the tree.
0: Okay. Are you going to get any sleep tonight?
2: Maybe. Val is very engrossed in this book.
0: Okay, it's gonna be a yes or no question and then the consequences that follow. So, does Valkaria (laughs) get any sleep? And does she wake anyone else up for the next shift?
2: Yes, to both. Val is gonna try and take a nap in the tree. In the tree,
0: okay. And how does Valkaria wake up someone for their next shift?
2: And who is it? She picks up a, a twig. With her mage hand and just kinda sticks it up Jazz's nose. Oh she's waking
1: everybody
3: up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh so Jazara gets up. <laughs> and Jazara's gonna climb a tree. <laughs>
1: hmm. I'm sure there was a Yelp that went with that. <laughs> so now Asha is probably
0: awake. You probably name. saw that, and you see are throw a stick on the ground, get up, she's not worried about shoes, she's not worried about, like, gloves or her equipment or anything, and she just straight marches over to this tree, and she's
3: like, what
0: the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> she's just stare at you from the bottom, like... Like she, she really contemplates climbing this tree, and then she just stares at you, and says, "She's like, really, really, really. I have to climb this fucking tree."
2: No, it just sounded entertaining in my head.
0: Entertaining, entertaining, <laughs> great, yeah, okay, let's be entertaining.
2: <laughs> I feel like Val is just slowly losing sense of reality the more she battles (laughs) on the surface.
0: Great. Mm-hmm. so with that um, <laughs> non-natural 20 that Jazara rolled she picks up <coughs> some snow compacts it into a just an extraordinarily hard snowball and pelts you in the face
3: not anywhere
0: else directly between the eyes with a snowball that is partially more ice than snow make me a dexterity saving throw not to fall out of this fucking drink.
2: <laughs>
1: 13.
0: 13. You fall out of the tree. <laughs> you get hit by the snowball. A valiant snowball. attempt was
1: made, but no.
0: You get hit by the snowball, careen backwards from the force, <laughs> and then just, you feel your whole body flip as you fall out of this tree, smack face down into the snow.
2: Just stay there. Uh
0: huh. Zara is leaving you there and she's going to walk back to her like her spot and she's going to sit on her bedroll well, Asha's just going to silently just... raise her hand for the high five. She will high five uh, Asha as she walks by she sits on her bedroll make sure her back is to Valkaria because she's going with catch it and just, that's her that's her watch for the evening whether or not Valkaria would like to try and reclimb the tree is up to
2: you no, Val is going to stay in the snow headfirst.
0: Okay. So Valkaria gets odd and very cold sleep, and uh, <laughs> your clothes are definitely damp. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So the rest of the night, I'm just going to skip over everything else, and just the rest of the night goes. <laughs> it
3: <Like>, just <laughs> goes.
0: <laughs> so eventually, Dawn comes around. Valkaria <coughs> as like, the sun rays are hitting you, you just can lift your head out of the snow. Your face is just so fucking cold. And it's just, you got like melting snow on your face. And <laughs> Mal, was going to,
2: Mal is going to flip onto her back and just let the sun melt away the frozenness that is... That was It's a night. frozen
0: wasteland, so it doesn't cold. do that very well. It's fine. Um, and if anything, your clothes that are damp get a little frosty. So... Yeah. It's a good thing uh is naturally very cold otherwise i would be making you make some very particular constitution saving throws for levels of exhaustion um so yeah yeah um orvo wakes up you guys have breakfast um
1: Gizarra he will... comment on
2: anything that no. happened in the night no he's he really to coming to the conclusion
0: that y'all are Weirdest people he's ever met. <laughs> and at some point in the morning, he does lean over to Asha and he's like, "Is this normal?" And he kind of like gestures between Jazara and like bakaria <laughs> For them,
1: yes. Oh, okay. Our entire lives. Okay. Yes. Okay. As long as like for I other think... people, no. This is not normal. Uh,
0: yeah, I was wondering about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not just. It's yes. not just me. Okay. Oh okay. No. That's, yeah. that's, that's cool. <laughs> okay. And but this, uh, this is them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you
0: guys, in all of your chaos, very slowly get ready for the morning. Um, Valkaria, if you come and get food, it's ready for you, or somebody besides Jazara will bring it to you. <laughs> and, uh, but Jazara is not that person. So uh, you guys get ready for the for the morning, and unless there's something specific you'd like to do, we can move on to looking for saltfall. Yes.
1: Asha would like to open a patch.
0: Oh, okay. So you're gonna mm-hmm. go ahead, mm-hmm. and you're going to roll me a d100, please. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. All right, fifty-two.
1: Fifty-two.
2: Do not pass go. Do not collect exactly.
3: two hundred
0: dollars. <laughs> um, oh, you
3: boy.
0: reach over and you and Myth is like sitting on your shoulder. Fully invested in this and you reach over and you decide to pull off like one of your patches and when you do a scroll falls out of it and it kind of like lands on the ground and it's probably like a foot wide it's got very nice um fine like it's made of like really fine parchment and stuff like that but it's closed and uh you can pick it up and if you'd like you can give me either a investigation check or an arcana check
1: uh which would be more appropriate for this item
0: Either or, I'll accept either okay. one. Okay,
1: I have a better investigation Me. Fifteen.
0: Fifteen. Um, you look at it and you notice, like on the on the ends where there's metal, it's engraved in like a magical language, and it's it's one that's familiar to you from like your studies and time uh, back home. And uh, on one end is like all of this writing that kind of like curves in, in a circle. And you can tell that it is a uh, spell scroll. And when you flip it to the other side and you look at the other end, there is a, like, what looks carved into the metal, a giant bee.
1: Oh boy. And you
0: have found a spell scroll that contains the spell Summon Giant Bees.
1: Okie dokie. Mm. Summon. I, I'm starting giant to sense a theme bees. because other one was giant potion and now summon giant bees summon giant bees indeed so you have one
0: uh, spell scroll of summon giant bees
1: now since i have the scroll Mm -hmm. is it a multi-use item like could i per day summon bees or is it a one time and poof it's gone
0: uh it's a one-time thing in that it only contains one charge of summon giant peas um if you wanted to spend like the scroll itself won't disappear if you wanted to spend some time trying to like load a spell into it you could give that a shot i will say you would have to spend at least an hour with it and you'd have to take one of your spell slots and like put it into it um and the Mm -hmm. spell would last uh for probably 24 hours so a lot like um Val's spell ring that you guys have, which at the moment I believe doesn't have a spell in it. So if you guys wanted to put a spell in that ring, you can.
1: Yeah, it doesn't have a spell right now. And Mm-mm. Yeah, I know that. Okay. So yes, I will have to find the right opportunity for giant bees. Yes, and Of course, uh, the way so... it's going, it very well might be Valkaria. Well, yeah, of course.
2: <laughs> um, you want to a... have this, the spell of giant
1: bees on my person? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, I mean at your person. Okay.
0: Um, it takes an action to use, but it does not take a spell slot from you. Cool. Alrighty, um, You guys pack up. You get ready for the day, and everybody give me a perception check. Jeez. 17. Six. All right. Uh, Jazara got a natural 20. Um, so as you guys are walking around uh, for the day, and uh, orvo is kind of like leading you guys and you're all kind of like keeping an eye out you notice like more and more pieces of like ruins and large like trees and like um just some weird like weird really big hills and things like that they just don't really seem natural based on their shape and things like that um but in the, probably about midday uh you hear jazara yell and she's like i think there's something buried over there it looks it looks like a building from here and you see orvo like turns around <laughs> and uh he like looks where she's pointing and he's ah there mm-hmm. there it is we found it and he like kind of like shakes jazara's shoulders he's like Ugh. And, uh and he's like you found it and then he just starts taking off in the direction of this
2: potential. val walks up to behind jazz and just goes Do you think there are any corpses in there
0: and Jizarra does not answer you. She she just she just turns around, looks at you. She's gonna reach over. She's gonna pick you up, and then she's <laughs> gonna start walking the direction of Saul's vault. Your hair, by you the way, I... has turned back to normal by this point.
2: You know I can walk, right?
0: Yeah, but it's where you're her. going that worries me, and because most of the time it's towards mischief.
3: And it's, So now you're just vault. like.
0: Partially slung over Jazara's <laughs> shoulder as she's walking. Fine by me. Yeah. And, uh, uh, does Asha follow? Um,
1: at a, at a at a much slower clip, because this is too funny to not observe That's fair. fully. <laughs> in it's all its glory.
0: Um, Myth, for the record, has turned back into your bracelet, and he's mm-hmm. taking a nap because he's been doing a lot. Um, mm-hmm. but he's been in that way since you went to bed. <clears throat> last night so um, but uh, yeah you guys make it towards uh, the direction of this potential soul's fault. and now I'm going to use some of my wonderful pages yay, yay. through wind whipped snow and biting cold you notice a half submerged dark blue stone building poking up through the ice a grey stone door is carved to look like a face with a half exposed skull Scribbled above the door is the word Saul's Vault in Elven. And what you can, you all speak Elven, so you can kind of tell while looking at it, it's kind of like an old version of Elven, um, Mm -hmm. but it does say at the very top, uh, Saul's Vault. And uh, Orvo looks at you all and he's like, this is it. This is where we found the uh, frozen sick illness. It was in those vials. It was from this laboratory. How do we get in? Uh, you guys can go ahead and uh, give me investigation checks.
1: <clears throat> 12. 11.
0: Shazara has a nine. Uh, Orville, is, he's like, I, rem- I think we just forced our way through the door last time. And you look, and uh, as you guys like kind of look closer at the door, you can see it's kind of like frozen shut a little bit, but you can tell where some of the ice is like cracked in the possibility that, like, somebody has gone through it before, and, like, it's just frozen itself back from, uh, misuse and everything like that. Um, and, uh, you do get the feeling you could probably force your way through this door if you really wanted to. And so Jazara uh, she'll offer, she's like, I can try and force it open if you'd like.
2: Sure, sure. What, uh, what magic flames? melt it or no? She's like, yeah, it'd probably it went-
0: make it easier. She's she was looking at the ice and she's like, there's a lot of like ice frozen over the door so it's pretty much looks like a matter of breaking the ice apart more than anything.
2: Matter
1: of leverage.
0: <laughs> is there anything specific you guys would like to do or you just want Jazar to try and open the door?
1: Well, do you want to try the flames? Yeah. Alright. Uh, Val is going to
2: cast uh burning hands okay it's gonna like aim her staff at it okay see if it does anything
0: okay so you cast burning hands uh at the door and i'm assuming you're using a first level spell mm-hmm. okay so go ahead and roll me 3d6 please 15. 15. So you take your staff, and your staff starts to glow like with the heat that you imbue into it. And you point it at the door, and this burst of like heat like blasts out of it and it hits the stone door. And you see all of the ice that covers the door just start to melt. And uh, it like starts to, it doesn't even like start to pool and like drip down, it just evaporates. And uh, one of the sides of the stone door just kind of comes ajar in the process.
2: Mm. Do I need to roll?
0: You do need to roll for me. 77. There.
2: She 70. did it already.
0: Alrighty. 77, she says. <laughs> um, You're holding your staff like in your hand, and because you just cast the spell, and the next thing you know, this, your staff is not in your hand. And instead, you are holding a very ornate hand mirror, and your staff is on the ground in front of you.
2: Okay. Why? Why am I holding a mirror? When did I get a mirror? Just now. Asha, how do you look?
1: <laughs> how do I look? <laughs> is it one is it of uh, those kind windswept, of?
0: Windswept. <laughs> overall, put like you don't look awful. But she brushed her hair little, this morning. Yeah, it's fine. You, you do look a little windswept. Okay. Your your cheeks are a little like, redy, like super red, <laughs> yeah. the wind and everything like that. And you're like really bundled up and stuff like that. But you know, overall,
1: you've okay. I Okay, I just wondered if it was going to show me something horrifying and um, I don't know, maybe it was like a Dorian Gray type mirror or
0: something.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> say, um, strange silver hand mirror. So, um, yeah. And so now this door into
2: Saul's vault is... Does, does the mirror stay with me or does it disappear? No, you've just, you've got a mirror. All uh, right, well, now was going to put that mirror into her backpack and retrieve her staff from the ground. There you go. And just kind of shake her head and be like, I don't understand this place. Hmm.
0: <laughs> Zara just kind of looks at you, she's like, honestly, I don't either. I just, like, I'm not even surprised anymore. But she's like, it could be
1: worse. You could get kicked in the shin by a kid. That was, that was a, that was a, was that a high or a low? I'm not sure. Cause It, I, it was, felt like a high for me. yeah, <laughs> yeah just like, yeah. It, was, it was a something,
0: that's for sure. And uh, yeah, and uh, would you guys like to go into the building? And if so, who's first?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, Val's not going to hesitate. <laughs> like the door she's comes right ajar
0: and Valkyrie is already going through. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, as Pushing it with the staff or walking.
0: As you do, go ahead and roll me a perception check, please. Eight. Eight. Alrighty. righty. Um, Asha, you can go ahead and roll me one as well.
1: Eleven for me.
0: Um, Jazara got a fourteen. Orvo got a two, and as such, you guys don't notice anything.
1: Wow. Isn't mm-hmm. that fun? <laughs> So
0: you guys step yeah. into the. Uh, That's what I'm always
1: afraid of. I didn't notice. <laughs>
3: you
0: guys step into the to the room. Jazara will follow Falcaria. I'm assuming Asha. You step into the room as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Orvo kind of like takes up the rear and everything like that. And uh, you enter into this fairly small space, and you notice that a heavy stone, the heavy stone walls of the room dampen the cold and the howling of the wind outside there's an inscription in what looks like old elvish uh, carved into the east wall um you guys do speak elvish um so you can tell like carved into the wall in front of you in just huge blocky what looks like scraped into the wall letters and it says do not touch anything without permission thank you
1: oh my god oh my god Oh my god. <laughs> We're gonna die. <laughs> not, not because of you, or me, because of her! Gizarra Can, just, Can you just her looks at the together? wall. <laughs> yeah, Jazara looks at the wall, looks at Valkaria, just looks
0: at the wall, and she says, I really thought we'd make it further than this. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Can we tie
1: your um, hands together? Gizarra just looks at you, and she's like, that's on you. <laughs> you know I have mage hands. Can she use mage hand if her hands are... You would
0: really have to, like, make her, like, clasp her own hands and then bind them together that way to make it so that she can't move her fingers.
1: One fuck up and we're all dead. (laughs) You understand that? Yes. Hands in pockets. So this room that you're in,
2: um, it's... it's Tail in pockets! (laughs) Val is gonna grab tail her Tail in pocket Val's gonna grab her tail. Just gotta latch it somewhere to her belt. <laughs> okay. Just to appease. Uh,
0: <laughs> Jazara is going to pull out like an arrow and she's gonna like kinda knock it, but she's not gonna like pull her bow up. She's like, This this just isn't gonna go well, is it? And she kinda turns does to it Orvo. ever go well for us. Fair enough. And so she kinda turns and looks at Orvo and she says, Okay, where do we go? And you notice in the room, the ceilings are about 10 foot, uh, ten feet high. Uh, the room is fairly small, probably about 15 feet by 15 feet. And on each side of the room is a door, a heavy stone door. And uh, go ahead and give me uh, perception checks, please.
3: 21.
1: 26.
0: Zara um, got an 8, but Orvo got a natural 20. And uh, as you guys are looking around, um, uh, Orvo walks over to the door that is on. Uh, to be fair, you guys can see where it says S4, mm-hmm. and like the door that's in front of that. He walks over to that door, but I'm gonna call that the door is technically on your left because of the way everyone's facing, mm-hmm. even though it's on the right side of the screen. So Orvo walks mm-hmm. over to your to your left, and uh, the door he, it's closed, and he looks at it and says, "This one." is locked and he uh, he says I remember that we couldn't get through this door because it it was locked and we didn't have the ability to get through it and he says I think we went through the other one and uh, Asha you're standing closer to that door than he is and as you kind of like look at it you notice that it's slightly ajar so this Mm -hmm. this door on your right is slightly ajar
3: Mm -hmm.
1: okay Uh, what would you like to do? I do have a question. Sure. Or Orvo. Sure. Orvo. Was yes. this hastily carved inscription here when you were here? Yes. The, the weird ancient writing
0: has been here I believe since bef- before this place crashed to the ground.
1: Oh, great. So I take it when by calling it weird ancient language, you cannot read it, correct?
0: He's like, I... He's like, I understand it's one of the old languages from before the calamity, but whatever this is, it's not my forte.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. So Asha is going to approach the door closest to her. Okay. Um, and in solidarity with her previous uh, pronouncement to Valkaria, mm-hmm. she will also have her hands in her pocket so she can't accidentally touch anything. Okay she's going to get real close to inspect the door and how it is ajar. Just the teeniest bit, just to see what we've got going on there.
0: All right. You can see as you look at it, it opens towards you. It's a very heavy stone door. You can see, like, scrape lines along the do- along the floor, where if you pull it open, you know it'll make, like, a <coughs> scraping sound against the floor. Um,
2: how do looks- we know what the uh, inscription means? It says, touch nothing without permission? Does that also equate to doors? You don't know. We don't know. Okay. Yeah. Does By touching it, does it mean with our own skin? Or can we poke it with a staff
1: or something and like, pull it? I'm pretty it? sure we don't know.
0: You don't know? That's up for you to decide. Great. Um, yeah, so you approach the door. It's not open quite enough that you can see into the other room on the other side, but um, if you can do like a perception check if you'd like to try and hear on the other side.
1: Alright, back Ears, a okay so it's a not natural 20 okay
0: uh as you kind of listen on the other side you definitely don't hear anything it's very quiet um in fact the whole place just sounds very quiet
1: okay is there anything on the door itself or is there like any more inscription or any kind of maybe decoration or Um, anything of interest on the door or is it just a door
0: it's it's definitely you can tell a very old door it has Mm -hmm. what looks like some kind of symbols on it um Mm -hmm. that kind of just give you more of a vibe of like it would tell you like if you were to walk into a laboratory it has some of Mm -hmm. like the the different like instead of using like words on everything sometimes they just put symbols of stuff like Mm -hmm. like a a chemical barrel or like weird things like that to give you Mm -hmm. like an idea you can tell there, like, there were symbols on the store, but they're very faded at this point, and, like, it, it's a little hard to make out, but, uh, yeah, there's no words themselves. There's just, like, what so looks like a triangle, and then what looks like a weird misshapen square at one point, but there's nothing in words you can, like, really figure out. But you can tell that this is very old craftsmanship.
1: <clears throat> mm-hmm. so what do we think guys do we just as you're
2: as you are asking this out loud Val is just gonna open the
1: door I was gonna suggest asking it for permission
0: (laughs) so Valcaria goes and you reach over and you pull this door and this door is heavy this is a heavy stone door and as you pull it it like scrapes along the ground and the noise of it just kind of echoes all around and you shove this door uh, open and you do manage to (laughs) open the door i love just the look of pain like the, just, the, just the pain that seems to be just radiating um so val, My notes say
1: val does not ask permission
0: yeah. Yep. so you okay. walk into this room and you notice that stone tables lie in pieces on the floor to the east of east end of the room Two open stone chests stand against the west wall, and a layer of fine sand coats the inside of the chests and all over the floor around. Hmm. So you've got some open chests on one side. There's, like, sand and rubble and things like that uh, everywhere. Um, Do you want to, like, move to inspect
2: anything, or...? Val is gonna move to those chests and just look at them. She's not gonna touch them.
0: Sure. Um... She's already,
2: you know, tempted fate at this point.
0: Sure. Uh Jazar is gonna kinda stand like in the middle of the room and kinda look around. You do notice on the far wall, uh directly across from the door you opened is another door that is closed. Um Asha, where are you standing, my dear?
1: Asha's gonna slowly enter the room. Okay. Still a little flabbergasted. You wanna stand like in um, the doorway then or? Yeah. Being very careful not to touch the door, okay. the door jam. Um she's gonna kinda Gingerly step around the rubble on the floor, looking for non-touchable places to stand. Um, <clears throat> okay. And she's just she's just stunned into silence.
0: Okay. Uh, you guys are kind of like looking around and everything like that, and uh, everybody give me a perception check or an investigation check, please. Eight it's investigation. Uh, fourteen. Uh, Jazara got a 21 for perception, and Orvo got a 19 for perception. Um, Orvo kind of like has the sense of mind to close the original door behind you guys. Um, just so, like, he kind of like looks at Ash and is like, just so nothing comes up behind us, place gives me the creeps. Smart. And,
3: Smart. uh, uh,
0: as, a Valkyrie, you're kind of looking in the chest. They are—it's empty, but it's weird to you that there's sand just everywhere, and you do notice like some footprints like in the sand, um, as if something has walked through here at some point. Does it look like goose feet? It does not look like goose feet. (laughs) Interestingly enough, Um, (laughs) Jazara is kind of standing in the middle of the room, and with her 21, she hears it before it happens. And you watch Zara like whip her head like towards this other door, uh, that's this one you guys haven't gone through yet. And she does that just as the door is burst open from the other side, and what comes out is really surprising to you all of you, as uh, two gigantic suits of armor uh, come through the doorway.
2: Were you inspired by for these by the Pensee? Statues?
0: No, these are actually in the module.
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's my big thing.
0: You watch as these two giant uh, suits of armor step through the door, each holding a shield and a sword in hand, and they step through the door at the same time, and they point their swords at you and making identical motions and shout at you in ancient elven intruder.
1: Roll for initiative. (laughs) Oh, maker, why?
0: To be entirely fair, any noise above a whisper was going to trigger these guys.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I I figured this was inevitable. It just is. <laughs> twelve. Mm, twelve. What was I supposed to be rolling? I'm sorry, oh shit. <laughs> um. Also twelve.
0: <laughs> okay. Orvo got a nineteen. Jazara got a natural twenty on her end. And the knights got a 14. And these knights start to like step forward. They have their swords drawn. And they definitely look like they're going to take a swing at you. Uh, But Jazara acts first. And it is the first round of combat. So she's going to uh, bonus action, cast Hunter's Mark on one of the uh, creatures. And uh, she's like, what the hell is this? And i didn't do it
2: i didn't like, do it i didn't
0: touch anything it's like no i think this one's just oh the surface is weird <laughs> the Surface is real fucking
1: weird guys and jessara i have a question sure okay so on my <clears throat> freshly printed character sheet uh-huh. um in my second level uh spells i have <laughs> moonbeam what does uh-huh. that do So
0: Moonbeam creates a uh, beam of moonlight that comes down um, in a large circle on the ground in front of you. Mm -hmm. Um, And anything that's in this circle uh, gets hit by the damage. In fact, I can tell you
3: a little more specifically. Um,
0: So it is a 5 foot wide, 40 foot high cylinder of moonlight that Uh, kind of, like, comes down, and it doesn't matter whether you're indoors or outdoors, it just it shines, if it's, if you're indoors it'll come from, like, the ceiling, um but when a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn, or they start their turn there, um, they will take they have to make a constitution saving throw, uh, and they take 2 d10 damage and, uh, uh, or half the damage if they pass the constitution saving throw, um, it's particularly effective against like werewolves and stuff like that because it's the moon mm-hmm. um, you can also uh, it's a concentration spell so you can keep it up so like say you put the moonbeam over Valkyria, right? Mm-hmm. and she'll take damage at the beginning of her turn uh, or when you first cast it and then mm-hmm. say she moves out of it say she moves mm-hmm. 10 feet to the left on your turn you can use a bonus action uh and you can, well, as an, you actually you can use a, a regular action, and you can move it 60 feet to follow her and do it again. So you cool. can uh, put it over people uh, every one of your turns and they will take the damage all over again. Cool, cool,
1: cool. Okay, okay thank you. Sure.
0: Um, so Jazara uh, yeah. goes first, and because it's the first round of combat, Jazara <laughs> gets three attacks instead of just two. Um, she has two regular attacks now that she's leveled up.
2: Um,
0: Isn't she special? He is
3: special. So she does
0: three. So she gets a 15 to hit, a 14 to hit, and a 12 to hit. And the 12 misses. The other two do hit. And so she does. <laughs> so between uh, all of Jazara's attacks, you see Jazara, she pulls out an arrow and she just doesn't even hesitate at this point. She's looking at these knights and she's like, no, she's like, I- I'm tired of this shit. So she fires off an arrow. And then in quick succession, she fires off two more after having hit the knight on the right with Hunter's Mark. And uh, you, you watch as the arrows just zip past and then just in an explosion, of arcane energy, uh, she hits these things for thirty-five points of damage, and directly through. Each. The... No, she didn't want to. Oh. Uh, she hits th- them uh, directly through, like where their a face should be, but isn't in the helmet, and uh, you watch as that hel- helmet just gets knocked clear off, falls to the ground, and the entire like suit of armor just falls apart and crashes to the ground.
1: She did take Damn. out one. Sarah right. got new
0: skills, <gasps> and she actually fucking hit for once. So like, <laughs> he's powerful. It's just that your DM rolls like dog shit. So <laughs> okay. Um, next up on that is Orvo. Uh, he is going to take an attack and uh, the other suit of armor he's like, I don't remember saying this the last time I was here. And uh, he <laughs> does.
2: Leave hit. it to us.
0: <laughs> he hits for four points of damage. And uh, so he fires off a, uh, he, he's not in the room. So he fires off a crossbow bolt and he hits the other one uh, that Jazara hasn't hit yet. And for a whole four points of damage. And it kind of like jabs into the armor and gets stuck there. And uh, the knight just doesn't even seem phased.
2: <laughs> Great.
0: Um, up next is he doesn't move either. Um, he just kind of like stays in the doorway. Uh, he's like slightly behind uh, Asha's shoulder. Um, then it is the knight's turn, and uh, I will make you a deal, Ani. Roll a D four. Odds, it goes after Valkyria. Evens, it goes after Jazara. Okay. Four. Four. Okay, so it goes after Jazara. That's, that's good for you. So it's going to uh, take two swings at Jazara. <laughs> I rolled a natural one and a natural 20.
1: <laughs> oh, what are the fucking odds? Okay. How does that work in the rule book? There, huh? Do they cancel each other out and get a natural ten? What? It's just like, <clears throat> okay, sure. That's.
0: It wasn't expecting that. Um. So one, a- he takes his first swing, and Gisara's like just ducks behind it. But uh, as she's standing back up, he reverses the swing and catches her on the downward swing, and he hit his sword just clocks her. Right in the shoulder, like between her shoulder and like her neck, and you watch. It's just blood just flies everywhere as uh, he does. Oh shit! <laughs> he does uh, twelve points of damage to Jazara. Shit! And Jazara's like, okay, <laughs> I really, really don't like this place. And uh, he kind of steps forward like into the room, so now he's kind of within five feet of both Jazara and Falkaria. Um Next up is both Val and Asha, and you guys can decide uh, who goes first, or if you just want to both say you're doing stuff at
2: the same time. Val is going to cast mage armor?
1: Val's Before gonna cast forget- mage armor? Before she fucking forgets. Val's gonna cast mage armor, okay. <laughs> Look at our little girl.
0: Oh, I'm so proud. Okay, um, you cast Mage Armor uh, on yourself,
2: and And that's my only action, right?
0: Yes. So, but but your AC does go up to uh, 14 at this point.
2: Right. Okay. Okay. Um, you have. she's gonna roll out. Can she roll out of the way?
0: Um, if you you can step away from him, you will get an. He will have the opportunity to attack you as you do so, but you can give a shot.
2: We'll stay right there then. Okay. Kathy Drummers be like, please don't hurt me. Fair enough.
0: Um, and in fact, both uh you and Zara owe wild magic surges. So 60. Uh, 60 might have had that one. Let me look. No, you have not. <laughs> oh Val, I'm so glad Val has this one. Um I I need to Google that spell. Actually, hang on. Yeah, so you cast uh, mage armor on yourself, and you, like this, covering your body is like Ooh. this shadows that just kind of pour over you and like solidify into the, in what looks like beautiful, smoky armor. And as that finalizes, uh, you, the magic kind of leaves your hands, and where shadows were, light starts to pour out of them, and all of a sudden... <sighs> fireworks
1: shoot out of your hands and you have cast pyrotechnics. <laughs> <laughs> aim it. Just aim it. And can I just like aim
2: it? I guess it's happening. You just aim it. That's it's the just
1: happening fucking everywhere.
0: Um, you choose an area of non magic you-, you choose an area of non-magical flame that you can see and that fits within a five-foot cube of range. And you can extinguish that fire, or you create fireworks, or smoke when you do so. You've created fireworks, which means, in your hands, fireworks explode in a dazzling display of color. And each creature within 10 feet, which is everybody except for Orvo, has to make a constitution saving throw, or become blinded. it. Okay.
2: Does that include me? Yes, it
0: does, my dear. Yes, it fucking does. And it's against your own spell save, DC, which 15. means everybody has to be a, uh, a 14. 15. 15. Everybody has to be a 15.
1: Mine was is literally 15. It's... 15. Same. Oh, just our
0: 15. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> God. Because she has, all... yeah, she's got a plus one. To uh, Constitution's aiming throws, uh, so everybody passes. Orvo is like kind of like behind the door, so it doesn't really affect him. Um, the suit of armor has no eyes, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but a blinding flash of exploding fireworks bursts in the room as sparks and like ash just cover all of you. And uh, you're yeah, so you're just you're kind of standing there after having been blessed with uh, pyrotechnics. So.
2: Jazz, I want to go home.
0: Zara is just kind of staring at you. She's like, you know what? Maybe the illicits
1: are better than this. Like, look. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we could learn to live with them.
0: And as she says that, she gets her own wild magic surge. And I don't think we've had this one yet. We've not. She says that, and as she does, she kind of, like, starts to glow for a moment and then the glowing stops and she has uh cast guidance on herself um she doesn't really know it that she's cast guidance on herself but uh, for a moment jazara glows and you're not sure why
2: we'll worry about that later
0: jazara just like she's like you know what that's crabs. that's later yeah. that's later jazara's problem <laughs> that's later crabs <laughs> 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 and uh, guidance is where you touch one willing creature, and uh, once before the spell ends, you can add a D4 um, to uh, one ability check. So if she has to do an ability check in the next like minute, it'll she'll get an added a D4. So, um, but yeah, we got that one on there too. Getting through some ones we haven't used before—that's fun. Um, so that was Valkari's turn. Asha, what would you like to do, my dear?
1: Um, well. <clears throat> First thing, we're going to make sure that I have my shield out. Okay. My physical shield. You got your shield because...
0: pulled up in front of you. It, you like, you kind of use it
1: to slightly duck behind the pyrotechnics, and you just... Yeah.
0: Just like as you got fireworks just... to
1: the face. Yeah, like, we don't want that. No. And then I think when she's going... When, when the fireworks stop, mm-hmm. she's uh, going to uh, use Sacred Flame to aim at the knight.
0: Okay. So you go ahead and you're going to cast a Sacred Flame at the night. Um, so let's see here. Do must make a dexterity saving throw. They're not super dexterous considering it's a suit of animated armor. Um, it gets an 11, which uh, fails because your spell save DC is 13. So go ahead and uh, roll 1d8 worth of damage, please Mm -mm. eight eight awesome
1: had enough you bitches
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm fucking done
0: it's like so done okay you take uh asha you you kind of like pull some of the sacred fire from you and you just just baseball style like throw it (laughs) at this suit of armor, and it splashes across, it, and you can tell that some of the armor starts to, like, burn, like, holes in it. And, uh, Channel your in- inner Alice
2: Cullen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you guys thought the Twilight episodes were over, but they're never over.
2: Never. It'll never be over. And if they no. make that
0: fucking TV show, we're gonna have to watch it, and you
2: know it. I know. <laughs> <why I'm> in- <laughs> I know. You're not
0: gonna join us for that one? As I'm long as, like, As long as Edward Cullen is is better looking than Robert Pattinson, like, I can suffer through at least a couple episodes, so... Just a couple. Just just a couple. It really depends on the casting. Like... And the writing. Yeah, well... The writing can't improve... Twilight. There's no Twilight. It's just a matter of what degree of suffering that happens to me is what's going on. There are things afoot both in the game and in real life. Um, okay. Jesus we, we are back around at, uh... It, Asha, was there anything else you wanted to do? No. Okay. Uh, we're back around to the top of the order, and it's Jazara. And, like, in this in this moment, like, in the last, like, six seconds, two suits of armor have burst through the door. Like, one of them, like, she was able to destroy, but then all of a sudden, like, fucking fireworks were going off right next to her, and she's just like, this, the surface is weird! But she's
3: gonna try and,
0: uh, hit these two suits of armor again. Uh, she succeeds on one of them, and with a lovely total, I think, of 16. Yeah, she hits with a 16. Um... So Jezora is 1d8. Let's do this one. So she hits that one for 12 points of damage. So she pulls out an arrow and uh, she knocks it and she hits the other uh, suit of armor kind of like uh, trying to knock the helmet off again because it seemed to work the last time. And you see the helmet really just kind of teeters and it's kind of like at a really jonky angle and the whole suit of armor kind of tilts a little and seems to almost get like very creepily disjointed, and as it moves, it's kind of like weird, shambling as it does. But it is barely still together. Mm. Uh, Orvo is uh, kind of like gonna peek his head through. He's like, uh, are "The fireworks over? Are
2: we good? Is, is, is everybody okay?" <laughs> We're good, I think.
0: Okay, uh, and he's gonna take a shot at this uh, suit of armor while side-eyeing, like, Valkaria, where the fireworks came from. (laughs) Um, he only gets a 10, so he fires another crossbow bolt, and it kind of, like, bounces off of the armor, and uh, he kind of, like, ducks back behind the door, worried that something else is going to happen. And, uh... Throw some
2: balls, Orvo!
0: And he's like, I'm good. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> uh, I, I got the rare. Like, I'll I'll make sure nothing comes through the other door. Um, now it is the knight's turn. Uh, the knight. Oh, oh um, he's gonna take a swing, but uh, Ani, go ahead and roll me a d4. Odds it's Val, evens it's Jazz.
2: Two. Two. It goes after again.
0: Yeah. All right. Um. With a three, however, it does miss. So it goes to take a swing at Jazara, and it's so disjointed at this point, like, it, it goes to swing, and, like, it just swings really wide. And Jazara's able to duck under it with ease, even though you guys are in, like, kind of really tight spaces at this point. Um, but that is the knight's turn, because it missed uh, on its attacks um because it kind of like takes a swing one way and then it like it can't even take the back swing and uh, because it's just it's so disjointed at this point like pieces of the armor are starting to fall off of it mm-hmm. and it looks like it's having a hard time holding itself together but you notice wherever the armor pieces fall off there is nothing inside of it so what
2: is like it's just pure magic at that point
0: yeah um if you'd like to give me an arcana check um it is Valkyria's turn, so she can go ahead and give me an Val- uh, arcana check. Twelve. Twelve. You get the sense that whatever this is, it's definitely an animated, previously inanimate object. It, you can sense, like, there's magic, like, viewing around it, but it's very old and, like, unstable magic that you can sense. So it definitely gives you, like, this uh, kind of a strange vibe, because it's not like any kind of magic you've sensed before um but you definitely get old unstable magic vibes from it but you don't sense anything living inside of it
2: so inflict wounds would not really work um it's a necromancy spell
0: yeah like inflict wounds you think like maybe but it might have resistance to it so only take like half damage um but you think it would do something just maybe not to the full extent you want, because it isn't made of flesh.
2: Yeah, it's not- okay. So it's my turn. Mm-hmm. It's Val's turn. Uh... Mm. Val has no idea what to do.
0: <laughs> it looks really hurt, for the record.
2: Alright, Val is going. Val's gonna throw some ice knife at it.
0: Okay. So you're going to cast um, Ice Knife at this thing, and uh, so go ahead and uh, roll a d20 plus 5 to hit it. 12. 12. Uh, you go and you take the uh, Ice Knife. It uh, It's so disjointed as it walks, like it, it kind of like shambles accidentally out of the way of your Ice Knife. Um, <laughs> however... <laughs> It does your ice knife as it like zooms right past it. It does explode outwards, and uh, it this creature has to make a dexterity saving throw, um, which it gets a seven, so it does not pass. And you can roll me uh, two d six cold damage. Twelve. Twelve. And you watch as, like, the the cold, and as the ice bursts behind it, like, the shards, like, slam into the back of the suit of armor, and you can see ice start to crawl over the armor, and it, as it's shambling forward, like, it kind of halts, and you hear this horrid screeching noise of metal just, like, slowly grinding to a halt, and it freezes for just a moment before all of the armor just bursts outward and falls to the ground. You are out of combat. But you do owe me a Wild Magic Surge.
2: 70.
0: 70. You have had that one. I am out of combat? Everyone's out of combat. Okay. Combat is over. 43.
2: 43.
0: You have had that one. 78. (laughs) Oh god. Oh, that's 79. Damn. I'll give you the option. Like, 78 is the one you just had. It's the hand mirror one. Do you want 79? You haven't had that one yet.
2: Sure. Let's go with 79, because I got a giggle out of it.
0: Are you positive? Alright. You got 79, then. Valcaran.
1: Yes.
0: Like, you just watched these two suits of armor, like, burst through the door and you can tell, like, there's nothing that's really operating them, but they give off really old, ancient, but unstable magic vibes, and so far, just since you've been in here, you've been attacked by suits of armor, you've been seen, like, a beware, do not touch everything sign, um, and you've, like, lit off fireworks that have burst from you, which is very strange for a creature of shadow for, like, (laughs) light just to burst from you (laughs) like that, um, and as you're standing there, you really just suddenly start to feel really strange. And, like, this sense mm-hmm. of, like, magic just kind of rolls over you. And it almost makes you nauseous with, like, how hard... Like, Like it Mal is. just
2: kind of puts a hand out to, like, the nearest wall yeah. to steady herself.
0: And you, like, you, ha- you have to double over because, like, this wave of magic has just rolled over you. Like, the world kind of, like, tilts a little bit. And, like, you almost... You like your hand slips down the wall, and like you kind of reach for the floor, and your hand reaches the floor a little sooner than you expect it to. And you kind of reach, start to reach out your other hand, but you realize that one's already on the floor as well. And your body contorts and shifts, and you feel your body just reshape itself. And Valkyrie has been turned into a llama.
2: to be specific can, I, can I actually speak or do i just make llama noises valkaria has been turned into an unruly llama for an hour <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you are just a llama touch yes. nothing huh <laughs> yeah and where Valkaria was once standing is now a wooly purple llama
2: insert llama noises because I don't talk.
1: Unruly oh Lama.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Asha's just gonna raise that shield back up and press <laughs> herself against the wall, and we're not gonna deal with just-
2: Val's I, I gonna walk towards Asha because she smells something, I don't know what it is, but something good, familiar, who knows, just- <laughs> the
0: llama just turns itself around, just kind of like walks- <laughs> just trots along, goes right towards Asha. <laughs> And Asha, just against your shield that you have pulled up over your face, you just feel a little nudge. And then another one. It's it a little harder. And if you peek over at all over the edge of your shield, you just see a purple llama nudging at you. It's got these two horns like that curve up off of it that look oh, so no. familiar.
1: Jazz? Mm-hmm. Jazz? Yeah? Jazz? You see it too, right? <laughs> That and I feel it. It's touching me. Zara turns and she
0: like looks at Valkaria Llama. She's like Val. Val Llama. llama. You in there, Val? Can you understand me? And like, you can in like a vague sense that you're aware someone you know is talking to you.
2: Something familiar is near me. Yeah, yeah. You're
0: not really like whether or not you care is like up to you, but you can tell something familiar is like talking to you. It's just
2: Val is going to continue sniffing at Asha. I, mm-hmm. No one knows why because she's a llama. <laughs> she's a llama.
0: And Jazara <laughs> just stares at Asha and then the llama <laughs> and then at an Orvo, and she's like, "What is this? Is this a is this a weird?"
1: place? Like, is
0: this something that this place is doing? And Marvo just kind of, like, is staring at Gauria Lama, <laughs> And it says, No, I'm afraid that's likely the product of the wild magic of, of Icelcross. It... Whenever you use magic here, it, it does tend to, um, rebound in strange and interesting ways and uh, Orvo is going to try and uh, approach Valkaria Llama and try to pet the llama.
1: Orvo, I really, I, mm, no. I'll give
0: you the option, Ani. Do you want Orvo to make an animal handling check to see how well he does? Or do you just want to decide? Okay.
1: Yes.
2: He gets a two. He's gonna get spat on by a llama
0: you turn and uh, Orvo, you see him, he's just like reaching his hand out like he really wants to pet and he's oh! <laughs> and he just turns very slowly walks back out the front door and just takes some like snow and rubs it all his hands. And it's like several minutes later before he comes back in uh now Val- just gonna like Val hear me can you
2: understand
0: me okay the tail is gonna be
2: hitting like swatting vowel, uh, jazz every time she talks like that's <laughs> thank her acknowledgement you thank so
1: you you. Just a
2: tail, like... I know
3: it's
2: like... a little tail just swatting
0: it... jazz Zara kind of like takes a step away thank you Arcaria. she's like will you can you understand <laughs> so me can you come here and she tries to gesture you like into the room with like the chest and everything like can you like
2: you come here the Velama. Velama. <laughs> at Velama, the llama turns its head at Jazz, going, "Really?
1: Do, do you have an apple you can give her, or something else?" I think like you guys that? still have pears on you from earlier. Val she, has
2: pears in her backpack. Yeah,
0: yeah. Six her pair. backpack. Yeah, it is different. also all of her equipment and everything's gone, like it transformed <laughs> with her. So of course. Uh, and Jazara's is just kind of like look at her and like. Will you you follow me? It's like, Zara is just gonna look at Asha. She's just like, oh, I don't (laughs)
3: know.
2: Do we wanna. How. Do we. Volama is staying next to Asha for whatever reason, just constantly just headbutting and
1: sniffing. (laughs) Asha's, I'm guessing, into the room. See if she follows you. I, my own, my only problem, do we do we want to deal with this if there's more suits of armor? What do you want to do about it? <laughs> do we want to see if it'll wear off or something? <laughs> I mean, sure.
0: You want to do it in here? Outside? Not
1: really. Go outside? We, Will the llama follow you? Will the llama follow <laughs> well, you? We'll try We'll, We'll try it. And Asha, still keeping her shield between her and the llama, but just, you know, lowering it enough to see that the llama is, in fact, still there, still purple, (laughs) and still has horns. She's slowly edging her way out of the room. Okay. And and she's signaling to Orvo that we're going back outside until Uh this is over, and then outside, outside. Alright, so you make the your way- The llama's not
2: following. The llama's going the other way.
1: Oh, is uh, the llama going further sh- other the The llama's the going
0: where- yeah. Okay. Uh, the, <laughs> you start to make your way outside, uh, Asha, and you realize that the llama has turned around at some point and has trotted past Jazara to go through the now open doorway, I'm assuming. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the llama is the first one into this new space- <laughs> and Jazara is quickly like running after you, she's like
1: Asha, 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 Orvo, Orvo <laughs> taking up the lead in like the blind. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. You guys have uh, gone through the open door with the llama in the lead. Um. Which is it's just a new low. Second sidekick, I'd say. Um, You see that pieces of plate armor are scattered about this chamber uh, amid the rubble of the destroyed stone furniture. An anvil built into the floor stands in front of a cold furnace to that southwest corner of the room and across the room from the furnace is two humanoid feet sticking out from a pile of rubble. Um, Ew. Give me, Valona, a perception check but just whatever you roll on the dice. We're not going to give the llama any bonuses. Chazaro will do one, too. Nine. I mean, it's not awful. Um, is there anything the llama would like to do?
2: <laughs> the llama's going to sniff whatever is protruding out of the, the ground.
0: So no. the the feet, and as the llama approaches, you notice that the feet do move a little back and forth the the llama like a llama llama, makes a sound yeah as a llama like maybe goes to sniff it like one of the these feet like kind of bops it in the face and then llama yeah and it just (laughs) it just kind of like runs in and like she sees that these feet are moving and like what is on top of this these feet is like there's a pile of like rocks and like rubble and stuff like that and the feet are just starting to wiggle a little faster now uh asha i think somebody (laughs) might be trapped in here in this room? Yes, me. Uh, <laughs> me. Besides you here, there's somebody trapped under some rubble that Velama found.
2: <laughs> Valama.
0: Well, tell Valama
1: to fix it.
0: Cesara's <sighs> gonna look uh, at Valama why me? and She's
1: like, <laughs> "Why me? You wanna why? help?" Tail must. switch. Tail twitch. Okay. And like,
2: kind of prances, like bats at the at the ground with her hooves.
1: Okay. Oh,
2: um, no, just... <laughs> so like Bazaar
0: is gonna start like pulling like these these like rocks and boulders off the side and like maybe Velama like starts nudging some of the smaller ones. The like, Velama's to trying
1: ready. to nudge things with her with her hoof. Yeah, Asha is uh, has entered the room begrudgingly, <laughs> and contemplating and is... her life choices that have led yeah. her to this moment. And yes. without dropping the shield, because she's no dummy, <laughs> she starts moving some of the rocks as well. Okay, next to Jazz
0: and uh orvo he kind of like explores the room a little bit but he starts to help you guys and within maybe 20 minutes you guys have cleared all of this rubble and everything you see like a partial bookcase had fallen and everything like that and as you like pull the last of these rocks and everything uh back um you've uncovered like these robes and everything look torn and tattered and really old and uh, this creature whatever it is sits up and you realize that instead of a person you've found a zombie oh, shit. there's your corpse Valkaria mm. I,
2: I think at the some llama. level the llama knows that that's yeah. what she wants and but he, she can't do anything about it because she's a llama it sits up and goes nah! And now you have a grunting session between a llama and a zombie. This is
1: what we get. We're <sighs> listening to a fucking llama! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't think that was a good idea? Why not?
2: Mm-mm.
0: You, didn't, you didn't like that?
2: Well, it's gonna take well, a- sp- you, and As you two are talking, the llama's just gonna spit at the zombie.
0: And you, like, spit in this zombie's face and his head just goes really far back and then it- Jerks its head forward, and it's going to t- try and attack the llama. Fucking stats! Does a llama have? Did I
2: prepare? Does a llama
0: have? Did I prepare D and D stats for a llama? No, I didn't. <laughs> what is it? Llama's armor class. D&D llama stats, okay? Um,
3: is that Carl? <laughs> Aww. come! Yeah, Carl, yes, that is.
2: kills people.
0: Okay. You have an armor class of, let's go with eleven. Okay. I'll give you two attacks. They're stomp attacks. Um, they're one d four, I guess. Um, yeah. So this zombie's gonna take a, a crack at the um at the llama for 14 so it does hit you with its first attack Uh, the llama has I don't know 10 hit points your llama has 10 hit points Um, so it's going to take a crack at you for the first round it does 4 points of damage as it smacks you with the first swing Um, it's going to swing again for a 13 and it hits you for 2 more points of damage so um and you can take these just from like llama hit points, not Valkyria's hit points. Mm-hmm. So it's done four or it's done six points of damage to the llama as it slaps you both times with both hands. And it kind of like reluctantly shambles to its feet. Uh, would the, the llama like to do
2: anything? Yeah, the llama would like to stomp on its face.
0: Okay, roll me um, a d20 plus two
2: eight.
0: Eight, okay. Well, you get two attacks, so roll it again. Seven. Seven. So you go to try and, like, stomp on this thing, but you're not fully used to your llama body yet, and, uh, it, it kind of, like, shambles to the side as you, like, go to stomp on it, and you you do miss. Is there anything anyone else would like to do? I'm not gonna make you guys roll initiative yet, but, like, is there <laughs> anything anyone else would like to do? Would you like to just stand there while this whatever this is happens? It's mostly directed at Asha because I feel like Asha just
1: might leave. Asha is just gonna <laughs> rub her hands together to gather her wits. her wits, her wits, her pissed offness, and she's just gonna hit this motherfucker with sacred flame again. And but she's gonna put all of her just disbelief that she has to now. Defend the llama (laughs) from a zombie. That's fair. uh, It makes it dexterity saving throw.
0: It does pass with a 15. So you throw Sacred Flame at it, the zombie, and like in its shambling swinging at the llama, um, your Sacred Flame does zip past it and like splash against the wall. Anything else you'd like to do? (laughs) You could do something else. Like I'm not making you guys roll initiative against this this Hmm. zombie. Um, but Cesare is behind Velama, trying to pull Velama backwards away from the away from the zombie. Probably mostly unsuccessful because Velama is not like a small creature. God damn it! <laughs> Lama time. Lama, llama time. Lama time.
2: Am I complaining? Absolutely not. I like I
0: was so excited at the idea that you got that one, and then I saw it was the one of them. I'm like, no like why make her re-roll when I could just give her this one
2: and I took it anyways because <clears throat> that is what I do
0: and we haven't had that one before either so like that that one's a good one
2: <laughs> when is the wor- most inconvenient time to turn into another cre- creature mid battle fair.
0: fair at least it was the end of the fight yeah. though and like not mid fight now you're just having a slap-off with a zombie. Zombie. So the question remains, like, um, kind of, like, trying to pull you backwards. Uh, is Velama going, or is Valama still totally engaged with this zombie fight?
2: Vallama is not happy with the zombie. Okay. Valama wants the zombie to be unalived again. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you get. Would you like to take more attacks at the zombie? Yes, just
2: one. Llama is just going to continue to beat the shit out of it until she can.
0: Okay, Uh, take more two more attacks at the uh, zombie. Thirteen and Mm nineteen. You hit both times. Roll me two d fours.
2: Five.
0: Five. So you do five points of damage to the zombie. It kind of like rears back a little bit. Um, and it looks like it was already pretty fucked up looking, and now it looks even worse. And uh, But it's going to turn around and take a swing at you, a couple of swings at you as well. Great. Uh, it gets a natural one on one, but it does get a 13 on the other. And how many hit points do you have left as a llama? Four?
2: four? Mm-hmm.
0: Four? Okay. Uh, so it does uh, hit you for two points of damage. And uh, it's uh, kind of like zombie yells at you Meh! and it's going to try and take a bite attack at you. And maybe you'll be
3: a zombie woman.
0: <laughs> I'm going to make you roll a constitution saving throw.
2: <laughs> Just don't
0: roll a one. Ten. Ten? Okay, you, you do pass. Um, and it does it does do some damage to you does three points of damage that time, which is all of the llama's hit points. So it goes and like it lumbers forward, and it, like you see it like try to bite at you, and like there you have really thick like woolly fur, so it has a hard time like getting a grip on you. And it just kind of like does some damage, but you don't get infected with zombie grossness. And, but it hurts, and like it chomps on your on your neck, and uh, in a burst of like purple magic, just comes off of this llama in just a poofy, like, almost miasma cloud of purple magic. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, where a llama was, Valkaria now stands.
2: Does Val have any recollection of being a llama?
0: Yes. And now you are, like, semi hugging a zombie, though. Because
2: it didn't really go away from you. (laughs) It's still kind of, like, half draped on you. Can Val just clock back and punch it in the face? Sure. Go for it. That's what Val wants to do. do.
0: I'm not even gonna make you roll for it. Like, it's, like, right up on you, and you just go, and you clock the zombie in the face. And it kind of, like, it only had, like, two hit points left, so, like, it kind of jerks to the side and, uh, kind of hits the wall and just
3: slowly slides
0: down the wall. And you see what little of this zombie was still put together just kind of, like,
2: falls apart.
0: You've killed the zombie.
2: Now, as, uh, y'all, I don't know what y'all are doing, but Val is gonna try and take the head.
0: (laughs) Jazara is standing there and just what must be horror. <laughs> standing there like, what, what is this place? What are you doing? Are you okay? Do you realize you were some kind of creature just now? It was purple
2: and it had horns. Do you remember that? I also remember being bit in the neck, yes.
0: Yeah, that's not great. And Jazara's gonna like gonna inspect like your zombie gross bite. She probably takes some water out and, like, pours it over your injury, and she's like, well, I don't think it looks infected, which is good, because who knows what that, And she kind of, like, gestures that the zombie has.
2: And when you uh, you win when Jazz gestures at that, that is when Val is just leaning down to pick up the skull. Or the head.
1: Uh, Asha Asha isn't isn't really willing to, um, take any chances with the zombie bite she knows how that shit works okay so she's gonna um she's gonna use healing word on Valkaria okay. because uh-uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh.
0: and like dealing
1: with that shit the
0: zombie bite like it glows with your holy magic as you kind of like walk over to Valcaria just ignoring everything else that's going on and you, like you just put your hands like a little <laughs> bit of a vice grip on her neck and mm. just like healing light like glows from your hand and uh, Val you feel the bite mark on your skin like heal over and um, yeah you're not in danger of becoming a, a zombie um, you might be in danger of getting infected with whatever the fuck kind of weird zombie germs are on this head as you try to pull it from the body um, fine
2: Val's just gonna, you know, kinda stomp on its neck and then try to pull the head off.
0: is gonna look at Asha and she's like, uh, are we allowing this?
2: I don't know. It's don't... happening either way. Uh, yeah, give exactly why? Your
0: head! Give me a strength check. <laughs> pull this head off this zombie.
1: Also, since that was a, do I, I need to do wild magic? Yes. 41 yep. when we get
0: there. Six. Yeah, you don't pull the head off with a fucking
1: six, but you are just jerking the body around, <laughs> up and down, and left and right. Okay, okay, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> that I think it was a person at one point. Stop. It bit me. Well, now you killed it again, so I think you're square. No, square would be to create a golem out of it and have to no, do my
0: bidding. No. Okay,
1: I think a golem?
0: You want to create a golem. You yeah, realize this. that's why
1: she was in the tree, don't you, Jazz?
0: <sighs> Asha, I didn't tell you this last night, but she said she was looking for corpses, and that's what she
3: uh, Orvo uh, is just a in a corner,
0: that a against. staring horrified, just <laughs> so <laughs> horrified. <laughs>
1: Asha's just gonna go take a, a little sit break on that anvil that you mentioned mm-hmm. over there. She's just gonna gonna lean heavily against it on Jizar- the other side, facing he- the wall. Okay. By the way, you just
0: you put yourself in like just a, your own timeout. out. I mean, like in timeout, your own yeah. timeout, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Jazara's gonna walk over to Valka. She's gonna she's gonna turn Valka to her and she's gonna put both hands on her shoulder. Just like. <laughs> This kind of magic, ancient death magic, there's a fine line of what happens. She's like, look, my family, you know what they do back in the city. They're, they're spell crafters. They dabble in all kinds of magic. They deal with all kinds of strange and powerful and ridiculous things. There's a point when dealing with this kind of magic changes you. I've seen it happen, and I've seen people do it, where they devil too far into these things. Into this dark death magic. And if you dig too deeply, you might not be able to find your way out of whatever hole you've dug for yourself.
2: Well, maybe that's what the nameless city needs to get rid of the illithids.
0: Does it need you to lose any goodness that's inside of you? Because if you're not careful this darkness will eat at you, the way time has clearly eaten at this horrific thing. If you want to do this, then I can't stop you, not really. But just promise me you'll be careful. There's a fine line, and if you lose whatever goodness is in you, I think the Nameless City is going to be in a lot of trouble. The lipids are not.
2: Val just looks at you, looks at the zombie, Looks at you, gives it one nasty, crunchy kick to its skull, and just walks away.
0: And Jazara just very slowly wipes some of the zombie guck that got on her shoes <laughs> off. <laughs> just like, okay. Can you just hear a faint scraping noise of her boot, like on a wall? Just like, nope, nope, not trying to ruin the harsh, like, moment that just happened. But also, zombie grossness. No, that like you and like no words like come out of her mouth but like you and as you and
2: as Val walks away because she's clearly upset
0: uh-huh.
2: uh, you just see tendrils of smoke billowing behind her
0: yeah there's tendrils of smoke that like come off of Valkaria, and uh, that it's about that time that you guys notice there's another door like in the room um, and uh, Valkaria can approach it if she'd like if she walks off.
2: Yes, Val is going to walk towards it. Probably try and kick it open. Again, we're just you, very angry you, right now.
0: You kick the door and it does easily come open. It's made of. This one's made of wood rather than stone, otherwise you might have broken your foot. Um, <laughs> but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and say that you knew it was wood and not stone before you decided to do <laughs> that. <laughs> just, just boom. Uh. Um, as sure. you like open the door, you see what are just several corpses just lying in the hallway you see a hallway with multiple doors there's four doors in this hallway and in front of one of the doors is a uh, body that's kind of slumped to the side and then uh further down the hallway there's two uh, other bodies that are just kind of slumped not too far from one another and uh, there's a total of four more doors
2: all of which are closed val's gonna walk right in and try to open the first one
0: Okay, the one, um, with the, the dead thing in front of it, or the one yep. a little further down? Okay.
2: Well, the dead thing in front of it.
0: Okie Um So you're gonna go ahead and try and open that. Uh, you, as you go to like try the handle, it is locked. You do see the like the you can jiggle the handle and it does come off locked.
2: On to the next one. Okay. And it gives the zombie a good kick in the face.
0: And the body just kind of. Slumps over to the other side. If <laughs> uh, at that, around that time, like Jazara's gonna start like following you into so the Zasha, room.
3: Because
0: Orvo is now taking like a far back stance <laughs> of just kind of like,
2: okay, this is heavy. now. Is he afraid of all of us or just Val?
0: It definitely gives, like, an all-of-you-are-very-strange kind of a vibe, and he's starting to, like, become a little uneasy with some of the shit that's been happening.
2: Um, as but, uh, as Val goes to the gets to the next door, she's going to yell behind her to Orvo, Orvo, suck on a fish!
0: And you don't hear a response back. <laughs> um, we do, however, need to resolve the wild magic that Asha had oh, yeah. rolled. You said 46, my dear? 41. 41. Um... Something something beyond these walls, something about going beyond these walls, just niggles a little bit, a little bit of worry in you. If you don't know what it is.
2: Because, oh, no. because um, more worrying. And just
0: make it a note that you're under the effects of wild magic number 41. Guess it probably won't come into play right now, but it will. <laughs> um. Is uh, Valkaria going to go down and, like, just try the next door on the other side of the hallway?
2: Yeah, she's gonna go try all doors. Okay. There's a uh, large red X painted on this
0: door on the uh, the other side of the hallway. It's a stone door, and on the other side of it, you hear a violent banging on the other side as you walk near it. And you just hear bang, bang, bang. And uh, make me a perception check. nine nine um whatever it is sounds really big
2: yeah we're going to avoid that room just next
0: okay so you go down the hall and do you want the um door that's on the side with, like, these two zombies, or the other side.
2: Side with the zombies. Again, kicking each one on the way down.
0: Yeah, both bodies just kind of slumped to the floor. Uh, is mm-hmm. kind of, like, trailing behind you, kind of, like, giving <laughs> a wide berth to the, zombies, like, these dead corpses everywhere. <laughs> but, uh, trying to, like, not be too far behind you in case something happens. Um, so you're gonna go to that side, and, uh, you go ahead and you, like, approach this last door, and, like, as you kind of, like, tr- kick it, uh, it does swing open, and uh, a cold wind howls through the collapsed east wall of this huge chamber, um, whose far side of this chamber is completely submerged in frigid salt water. A dense bed of kelp grows up the uh, sub- from the submerged floor, obscuring any side of what lies below. Uh, broken glass and what remains of shattered tables cover the floor in the dry sections of the room. So you've kind of kicked open this door and uh you it's this room is partially outside you get hit with like this cold wind yeah and uh, you can see like there's water and like ocean what and it looks like it's maybe seeping out from like cracks in the ice um but uh, there's partial room and then it's just kind of like fallen off into this water there's some like seaweed growing like here and there and that just kind of like bobs around as well and uh, but the room for the most part looks empty next room okay so you go to the the other direction (laughs) um this door uh give me a perception check before you go at it 13. 13. you can hear faint noises it sounds like um almost sounds like tinkering uh and you hear like faint clicks uh orvo kind of like comes up a little closer and he says uh we didn't go into several of these rooms. We couldn't get them open, but uh, he makes like a wide berth around the door with like the X where all the banging was coming from. <laughs> and uh, uh, and he's definitely giving an even wider berth to like the corpses on the ground.
1: Uh, and bit,
0: he looks at the door that you guys are standing in front of and he says, we never could get into that one. And mm. you just hear like faint tinkering on the other side. And uh, what would you like to do? Oh
2: well, is the door locked?
0: Would you like to try the door handle? Yes. Okay. You go and you try the door handle, and it opens.
2: <laughs> and I just want to look at Orvo, like really. And
0: might uh, not
1: be a good thing. <laughs> you,
0: are you going to open the door? Oh yeah. Okay. So you open the door. Six long stone tables are set with steel and glass and laboratory equipment in this chamber. Whose walls are lined with shelves holding all manner of strange knickknacks and tools? An armed humanoid with just ice-white skin and red eyes moves from table to table, adjusting bubbling mixtures and carefully adding uh, different ingredients as he goes. <coughs> and you see this cloaked figure turn around, and it's, he's wearing like just just rags but they look in the same fashion as all of the other bodies you've seen so far and he turns and he yells at you in a language you don't understand and uh he gets he's very in like he's standing there with like his his laboratory equipment that's everywhere and he kind of like marches forward and he gets very close to you and he starts yelling at you in a language you don't understand good
2: anybody? no? asha? nothing? Hmm. Uh Janara, Hi. What language what, you do you doing? Say that in? what language do you say that in? Uh we're gonna go what's the closest thing to ancient Elvish? Well it's modern Elvish, that's right. Yeah, it would be Elvish. Elvish.
0: Elvish. He kinda yeah. like leans back a little bit and then in what sounds to you like an Elvish that you've never heard before, but can probably surmise is this ancient Elvish language, you really have to pay attention to it like as you're listening to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, Who are you? Did they hire you recently? Are you here to work? Why are you just standing around? Get to work.
2: We're not here to
1: work.
0: Why are you here? I'm busy. And he points to his laboratory. It's like, I clearly have important work to do. And he gets very close to your face. He says, do you think that the gods that are out there slaughtering our people in droves are just going to stop? Like, I have to perfect this in order to stop them. I must stop them before they wipe out everyone on Alexandria. Don't just stand there. Do something.
2: Do you know what year it is? And When's I, the last time you left this place?
0: He kind of, like, just puts his hands, like, his forehead, and he's like, a Finny, I have to stay here. I have to focus. And my work is important. It's important. It's important.
2: Val's just going to, like, snap her fingers at him. Like, hey, hey. And he gets so focus. close to your face. And he says,
0: I am focused. I've never been anything other than focused. I have to do this or all of Alexandria will die. The gods will burn us from history at this rate. I must. They took Aeor and they threw it to the ground. I thought they could stop me, but they can't stop me. Because my work will stop anyone. And everything. My diseases will take down the gods once and for all. It's like I will be the one to do it. I I will be the one to defeat them, to send them back to that hellscape they came from from beyond our planet. It'll be me and all of history, and Alexandria will know what I did. I was the defeater of the gods. And he kind of stretches
1: his arms out.
2: And uh he says... As he's doing that, Val just kinda wants to clock in with her staff.
1: And Asha knows that's what's happening. <laughs> um, so she uh <laughs> steps forward. <laughs> like body checking Valgaria. <laughs> just like, and steps in between her and Dude Bro. Dude <laughs> and bro. uh Dude Bro. She just kinda gives Val one of these like back <laughs> up. You know. Um and just acting like a dumbass Asha goes <laughs> excuse me did I hear you say diseases?
0: It's like what do you think this lab is for? I've been perfecting them since this place fell from the sky and gods took it, threw it into the ground.
1: Yes, yes, gods gods. I, uh, gods <laughs> throwing to the ground I, They're I, out yes.
0: there right now waging war upon our people and what are you just, just standing here face. for? Just let me clock him. Just, we need answers. Jazara has drawn an arrow, but, like, is as discreetly as possible.
1: Yeah. And, and Asha signals to her, like, you know, the Underdark equivalent of a thumbs up, right? Like, yes, mm-hmm. do that. But also, um, did you, by chance, create a disease that um, turns people to ice? Ah, my greatest creation. The frigid
0: woe. It is not perfected yet. He's like, and he kind of grumbles at that. He's like, I've been working on it, and working on it, and working on it. Do you have and an he, antidote? And he's not paying attention to you. He's walking around loudly, <laughs> and, and he's kind of like grumbling. He's mixed to He's mid soliloquy. Hush yourself. And he's we just grumbling to himself, and he, and he, like, he kind of like, he's like, I, the people of Aeor died for this. I died for this. He's like, look at this body, and you can tell that he's missing pieces of his flesh in different in different places and he's like these creatures that worked for me they died for this but that was the gods the gods did this they took our city and they threw it to the ground because of their arrogance because they thought they could just do whatever they wanted but that's a lie it's a lie i i will defeat them and for all saul will come In Alexandrian history, as the one who destroyed the gods once and for all, my disease, my perfection, will defeat them once and for all. I can't imagine the horrors, horrors, horrors they must be plaguing upon our planet after all this time. I know time has passed. I'm not stupid. And he like leans forward. He's like, I'm not stupid. It's like I know time has (laughs) passed. I know. I know it's past. I know it's been time. I don't know how much time, but who cares? When what I'm working on will defeat them all. They will succumb to these illnesses, my perfected illnesses.
2: Like While he's simply... having his lovely soliloquy, Val, without moving, sends Mage Hand away. Again, it's invisible. And just starts like making it... tinkering noises to it... get his attention. It is invisible,
0: however Each hand Is both Verbal and somatic Which means you have to say magical words And make magical hand gestures So you are going to have to make A sleight of hand check To pass his Passive perception And whether or not he notices
2: you They can't do it behind my back? Like the hand gesture? You. This is you hiding it This is you sleight okay. of hand Is you trying to hide it Eighteen.
0: No, Eight. wait, nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of like lean back a little bit behind Asha, and you send out Mage Hand to make tinkering noises, and he spins around, and uh, he like lifts up like some of the beakers and things that you were uh, that you were like messing with, and he marches towards you with them in hand, and he says, "These," and he's like holding them very close to both of you. He's like, "With these." <laughs> I will be able to defeat all of the gods and stop their reign of terror. Doesn't that
2: matter to you? does the fate great. of Xander matter? That's all well and great. Defeat the gods, yes. I'm on the same page. However, do you have an antidote for the frigid woe?
0: He kind of stares at you. Why should I give somebody who's not even willing to work towards the betterment of my people for this planet?
2: Because your betterment of the people is killing the people! Not the gods, it's killing the people. So we're trying to not have them die. He looks at you. And make me a persuasion check. Thirteen. Thirteen.
0: And he says... Kind of looks at you for a long moment and he says... People of Alexandria were not supposed to fall victim to these
2: things. They did.
0: But it is good to know they work. Cool, and they work. Leans, we know it works. He leans
2: close to your face and he's like, what has been happening? Make you a deal. Every question that I answer for you, you write down one part of an end ant- of the antidote. And he kind
0: of stares at you and he says, you could not possibly make it. Try me! It's like, I wouldn't have to. I have the antidote. Okay, I have many of them. Why should I give any of them to you?
1: It's killing children.
0: He kind of stares. Make me a persuasion check with advantage. Fourteen. Fourteen. Kind of looks at the two of you and then he looks at Jazara, who's standing behind uh, Ashen, Valkaria, and Orvo, who's kind of mostly hiding at this point. (laughs) And he says, you're all armed. Are you warriors? Are you fighting for the better of Exandria, the people? Are you fighting the gods? Are you defying them?
2: Yes. In every aspect of the sense, yes. We're fighting for these children that are sick in every essence of what we're doing, we are fighting against the gods. Can we have an antidote?
0: Uh, Valkyrie, make me a deception check, and uh, Asha, make me a persuasion check, please. Well, 13.
1: 13.
0: And he kind of, like, stares at you both, and he sways a little bit. It's like, I don't have time to take you anywhere. But the antidote is, and he kind of gestures vaguely, Here. Not in this room, but it is here. And he points at the other side. You can make it to the other side where it is. It's yours. And he pulls out a key and he just kind of tosses it. Not at you. Not like it's just in the air. So it falls on the ground. Do what you will. As long as you're fighting against the gods, I don't really care. Just leave my work alone.
1: What color is the antidote? Great. Wonderful. Great. Ash is gonna drop down, swipe up that key. If I tell you how fast it works, will you
2: give me more information about this antidote before I touch things I should not? And he holds the vial up and he says,
0: I know how it works. And if you're very careful, it won't affect you. Because it does exist throughout this laboratory of mine, and he pours some things in some other beakers, and he holds them up to the light. Again, if you're very, very unfortunate, you'll come into contact with them, because when this laboratory crashed into the ground, many things broke. But I don't have to worry about that. he looks at I'm already dead. But you, little living creatures with your full lives, and futures, well, what futures will exist when the gods are done with you, at least? <sighs> you should be careful, because my diseases are numerous. Great. There is more than one. Great. Great. Now leave, my work is more important than you.
2: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, we're leaving. We're leaving, blue antidote for blue
1: sickness. Yep, let's go.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you guys, Leave the
0: laboratory.
1: Yeah, we'll leave that door. He now he said, a- "Across, right?" Yeah,
0: yeah. He gestured like, just like in a diagonal from where you guys are, basically,
1: and, and to that uh, other door. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: We we'll have so to go you, through the big
2: banging door.
0: And uh, uh, as you guys like go to leave the room, Jazara kind of reaches in and very slowly closes the lab. <laughs> Because she was just like, yeah, not leaving that shit open. No, I am not. So, she closes that door behind her. Um, That's what the lab looks like, by the way.
2: And uh, Val is going to put two dead bodies in front of the door.
0: Okay. You kind of drag. This is what Furorosal looks like, by the way. I don't know how well you can see him. Look at him. But that would be Mm, him. Crusty. Yeah. yeah, And you just hear like the tinkering continue. Um, But, uh, yeah, so you uh, Val like kind of like pulls some of these corpses and like loads them in front of the door, and uh, as you guys start making your way uh, back through, but now you have a key. You kind of like gather up in the in the hallway. Um, you know you've encountered a couple of closed doors at this point. There's the one with the banging that's coming from it. There was one at the beginning of the hallway, and then there was the one all the way back into the other room.
1: Hmm from like the first one you were in. Asha, keys. Thank you. Okay,
0: you have this key. Um, which door would you like to try to unlock?
2: Jazz, left or right? Big X or uh, not big X?
0: I'm definitely gonna go with not the giant X with all of the banging and the horrible sounds coming from the other side of it. So not that one.
2: Okay, hmm. left.
0: All right, let's so you, go. you go over to the uh, the first door in the hallway, and uh, you you put your key like in the lock, and you unlock it, and it immediately pops open for you. Like there's no resistance. You seem he seems to have given you like a master key, basically. Cool. Um, and the entire room is just trashed to hell and back, and. Uh, also, Jazara is going to move this weird corpse out of the way, and she's going to go, ew, 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 ew. <laughs> The whole time. Just the whole time. And uh, Orvo kind of stays slightly in the midpoint of the hallway, <laughs> facing, like, where this lab was, and this person that you know is there, and he's just going to kind of, like, stay, like, keep making sure nothing comes up behind you, basically. Mm. Um, so as you open this door, Broken Blades... Cracked hammers, frost-rotted spears, and other numerous weapons are spread out across the floor, fallen from an empty iron weapon rack that uh, lined the walls. The whole, all of the walls are covered in weaponry. Um, you can tell that this clearly took a lot of damage when the place collapsed into the ground, um, and there's just broken pieces all over the place. Do you go into the room or?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you step into it's the. It's worth uh, a look. Val's had it. She's just no hesitation. We're walking and we're getting shit done. Asha, you step into the room too? Sure. Very carefully.
0: All right. And Jazara will come in as as well. And as you guys and uh, Orvo kind of like slowly makes his way, so he's standing closer into the doorway at this point. Um, as you step into the into the room, like some of the debris and like cracked swords and things like that start to shift and shake. And everybody make a dexterity saving throw. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Uh. Gisara gets a nineteen. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Everybody passes. Um. So you're just gonna take. so everybody takes uh, two points of damage as these swords these broken like pieces of swords several of them just fly up into the air and start swirling around in what looks like a mini tornado of just broken sword pieces sure and, flying swords and uh, Jazara is just kind of like gonna start shoving everybody back through the door she's like oh fuck this and uh, she, uh, she's gonna start backing up a little bit uh, and uh, everybody, give me a perception
3: check. Just sorry, a one, so she doesn't see shit.
0: Seven. <laughs> Ten, seven. Um, you don't really see anything else in this room besides flying metal pieces going everywhere.
1: I can live with that. Goodbye.
0: Bowser will lock the door. You guys run back through the this open doors like sw- sword pieces like start flying all over the place and like uh you hear them like clanging against the wall and Valkyrie, you like shove the door shut and then on the just as soon as you shove it like uh shut you hear all of these little sword pieces just like dink against the door as they had
2: like shot out at it and well jazz yeah
1: you know what that means big red x oh great I mean, there is, if we went all the way back, there's that other door. Mm-hmm. That's fair. We know
0: there's something, something making noise on the other side of this one. We don't know anything about the other one.
3: Yeah. Do you want to? Which door
0: do
2: you want? <laughs> Who have? wants to confront the, the noise?
0: And uh, Val, or like, Jazar just looks at Val and she's like, you're the one with the key. Asha, what do you think? I mean
1: of course we don't want <laughs> to <laughs> I don't want to confront the noise. Um, but uh and she haps her shield and gets her dagger ready and says and just gestures <laughs> kinda mildly at let's get this over with Big Red Door Alright
0: Alright, and you guys walk down to the big red door. Uh Jazara's gonna go shoulder to shoulder with you. <laughs> Uh, just to make sure nothing happens uh, Orvo kind of positions himself a little further down like the hallway not super far, maybe like 5-10 feet down the hallway um, and uh, Asha, where would you like to be right there?
1: I'll be behind you guys Okay um, So
0: you guys, everybody kind of like stands around the door and uh, Valkyria you go and like you unlock it and uh, you push the door open Yep! And as you push the door open the banging stops and uh... Ominous as you open the door uh, to this debris filled room a humanoid creature made of pieces is stitched of stitched flesh charges towards you the monster's body is covered in wounds and broken pieces with bones sticking through the skin at odd angles this is a flesh golem you sure you want
1: one of these? I don't want that one I don't want a
0: flesh
2: golem <laughs> what do you
1: think's going to happen?
0: Yeah, it's charging you, and, um, and who's with who's first to
2: Val, move. Val and Jazz are standing side by side. So everybody well, Val, is gonna, Val is gonna
0: initiative. just. That Roll initiative, right. 14. Uh, Jizarra got a non-natural 20. Uh, Val, you said you got a 9? Yeah. And, uh, Aaron, you said 14? 14, yeah. 14 porvo. So. Corvo's way down on the list with a three
2: and I'm sure he's happy about that
0: probably weird creepy flesh golem gets a ten
1: I really don't think I've ever been this high up in the initiative order <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you're second from the top alright um, yeah this thing charges uh, at you guys And, uh... Which is not great for the record. Um, but there's debris littering the room. It's a fairly large um, room, all things considered. Let me, um... But it is the only thing in it, and you can see along the walls that there's just dents and scratches, and it looks like this thing just has spent so much time just beating on these walls, like, over and over and over again. Um... Okay, has it is
2: it just trying to get out of the room like if we just walk away from the door like we'll just run out the door
0: um, it has <laughs> run directly towards you and uh, it's you will find out Like um, okay. it, it runs like into the into your spaces you have this door open um, and it is going to immediately take swings at, at both one at Jazara and one at Valkaria
2: oh great okay
0: Alrighty. Seems. Seems. Um, it only gets a it gets a 11 and a seven so it doesn't hit either of you but this massive towering creature it's got like like different patches of skin some of them have fur some of them don't there's bones sticking out at weird angles yeah. and it takes it's it's huge it's at least like nine feet tall and it's massive and it takes it's just giant hands and it takes one swipe and then another and both like Valkari and Jazz just hit the ground trying to duck Mm-mm. beneath it and uh, uh, you both it misses both of you and it just stands there and it roars and it feels like it almost shakes the building it's so
2: loud I did not come here for ugly
0: um, at that, because it, the Golem got a surprise round because you weren't expecting to be just rushed from the other side of the door. Uh, we start at the top of the initiative order with Jazara, and Jazara just kind of look at you and she's like, um, "This isn't what you were gonna make, though, right?" Like, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> as long as, as long as we're clear, like that's not what you were going to make, then it's like, whatever. um and she's going to go ahead and she's going to... Um...
2: Mine wouldn't be so ugly.
0: Okay, but would it be made of rotting flesh like this? No. One? Guys! Right, right, right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Big, creepy thing. Right. Okay. Um, and Dizar is going to cast Hunter's Mark. And Focus. She's going to take three attacks. You just
2: saw eh. Not great. <laughs> I don't want to hear that coming from Jazz Right? Mm. Okay uh, She gets
0: a natural 1, a natural 2 And a natural 13 And the 13 at least hits um, And so that is six. So she does 13 points of damage. She goes and she she goes to like knock her first arrow, but like this thing is so close to hers, it's like swinging around. It knocks the first arrow out of her hand, and uh, she goes and hits it with the second one, and it sticks into it, but like it doesn't seem to have any effect. And as she pulls the third one out, uh, the arrow, she aims higher up on its face and she hits it, and uh, it kind of roars back a little bit and screeches at her as. Uh, she hits it in the arrow. Well, with the arrow in the face. Well, at least it feels.
3: Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if that makes me more or less uncomfortable. Um, that is Jazara's turn. She will have to roll wild magic um, for the hunter's mark. I feel like we had
2: this one. Really. Let me check. Oh no. Oh boy. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I don't remember if we had this one or not. I got a 97. Um, this is really gonna fuck up this combat. (laughs) Fuck.
1: Um, Jazara as she launches
0: that arrow. Um, who is it? Okay. Okay, one is Asha, two is the Golem, three is Valkaria, and four is Orpho. I'm going to roll a D4. That doesn't bode well it's asha um as uh as jazara like launches this magic and she fires an arrow and like she's still like in the stance of like having fired an arrow asha you are suddenly standing in the stance of firing an arrow and you realize you're way closer to this thing than you were a moment ago oh, and, man.
1: and Asha <laughs> have switched bodies oh i don't need no freaky friday shit in the middle of a <laughs> uh,
0: and uh now uh you are in, asha is in jazara's body and uh jazara is in asha's body which means all of jazara's abilities and spells and things like that are now something that Aaron will deal with and vice versa so okay um, so shoot jazz the, the question is is do you want to keep the initiative order? Would you like to go again in Jazara's body, or would you like Jazara to go in Asha's body? Shit.
1: <laughs> um, did that third arrow fire, or did it? Did she like release the arrow, or yeah?
0: She fired all three of uh, her oh. arrows. The first two I rolled missed. The last one, that one did hit.
1: That's a good question. Um, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna have Jazz go as Asha. Okay. Uh, Jazara kind of like gets shocked and she just kind of like looks and she's holding a
0: shield and she's like <laughs> looking at herself which is right in front of her it's like
2: okay this is new and, and Val's just sh- just screaming shoot move I Jazz!
0: I don't have a bow! and you just Val you what? don't know what's happened and like also, I said Val's "Jazz!" screaming I don't have a bow what is happening?! <laughs> oh shit, Asha has magic um um, um and whatever she does like magic wise is completely at, like so much disadvantage <laughs> just she's <laughs> just kind of going to point her hand up and go uh, does this work? and point and just like in a vague sense of knowing what she's doing um, I'll have her as guiding bolts a first level with disadvantage like so much disadvantage
1: um what sucks is that what, that's what I was going to do on my turn <laughs> guiding bolt
0: like she can feel maybe the magic that was already charged and she just like oh. instinctively like puts her hand up to like
1: shoot this guiding bolt that you'd already had prepared to go <laughs> please it's the weak can for me it's the yeah it's the uh <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like
0: she's familiar enough with like how spell casting works and like she can feel it kind of like start to imbue and she's like oh shit oh shit okay let's find out what happens oh shit she, like i hope it wasn't a healing spell and just like
2: reaches up. i and, hope it and, wasn't a healing
0: spell and that is the lowest one i got a 19 and a 13 and it's still a plus 5 which is an 18, so it does hit the golem for whatever this spell is. That's three d10, which is 18 points of damage. And she's and she just kind of like ha 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 ha. She <laughs> shakes her hand off and she's
2: like, okay, <laughs> that was different. <laughs> sure. And Val is just mouth on the floor, just staring at Asha, quote unquote, mm-hmm. doing what?
0: Asha? And, like, Asha's body waves at you, like, Hey, Val, it's Jazz. J-.
1: But you're over right there. No, it should have been Jazz wave. Jazz's body waves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> you're just getting waved at by your two friends. It's just like, huh? Which one is Jazz? Which one is Asha? I don't know anymore. Guys,
2: big ugly! Big ugly! Jazz is right. Asha, got it. <laughs> right.
0: Um, And, actually, I need to roll a wild project for that. The fun thing is, is depending on what it is, is whether or not it'll continue to affect Asha, or if it'll affect Sara. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay. Oh, I don't think we've had this one either. Oh. Um, okay, I have to roll a D4. It is unfortunately something that'll probably just
1: affect Asha. <laughs> It's like the long soul time. or Asha's body. <laughs> her body, maybe both. To
2: be fair, oh, great. It
0: just depends. Um, as Asha, who is Jazara, who is now Asha, is standing there, and like she's cast this magic, and like she's like shaking her hand off, um, from like this kind of like the aftershock of the spell that is that she's not really certain how to use, and just hope with a hope and a prayer that it worked. Uh just suddenly, like, what looks like mud just covers her.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> and,
0: like, the, her clothes are just so dirty at this moment. And, like, it, she's like, sweet, like swinging her hand around, because it like, the tingling sensation that happens, like, dirt is just, like, flying off of her. And, um,
2: I can Jizar, hear... Jazara, who's
0: now Asha, is very dirty.
2: I can hear Asha in Jazara's body just groaning at how dirty she is.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Um, and yeah. And Asha in Cesara's body is just going. My
0: hair. <laughs> <laughs> there is mud in your hair.
1: Yes. Mm. Um,
0: it's the Golem's turn now, and it's gonna take a couple of swings. Um, it gets a natural twenty and a fourteen, so it takes its first swing, and it just. Valkyria, when it hits you, it just fucking takes you right off your feet and you slam like <clears throat> backwards into a wall.
2: Um, that was rude.
0: And you are going to take twelve points of damage for that one, as it just swipes you right off your feet. Um, Asha, who is now J'zara, uh with a fifteen. Yeah, because it has a it has a plus to its attack. It does attack you as well. So Asha, who's in Jazara's body, he, like, this golem just takes Valkaria almost off of her feet, and then it turns around and swings and smacks you into the wall, and you feel yourself, like, hit the wall, and Jazara's body takes five points of damage. So it'll come off of Jazara's character sheet.
3: Mm.
0: Okay. Mm. And uh, you realize that you just ache a little. Like, you, you do really you realize that Jazz is definitely taking a couple of hits this fight. Mm -hmm. And not just this fight, but just since you've been in this vault. And Mm -hmm. uh, uh, at that, it is Valkaria's turn.
2: Val's had it. Val's fully had it. Val is going to cast her uh, Shadowblade? Shadowblade. Okay. She, she's had it. Okay.
0: Uh, go ahead and uh, roll to attack your uh, this golem creature.
2: Just roll for... Your
0: shadow blade. Is that the new spell that you got?
2: What no, the we... new one is uh, Inflict Wounds, a necromancy spell.
0: Did we give you shadow blade as a... It's a crystal feature, right?
2: Uh... I don't remember. It's the one I pull it out of the darkness.
0: Yeah, I'm just wondering if you use a spell slot for that or not.
2: Mm. I don't remember.
0: I think it's a f- feature of your crystals. I'm going to assume not. It might be a spell I think I gave you for... Let's just call it a spell for now.
2: Okay.
0: Because uh, I don't see it in this section that's just features. Okay. So let's just call it, like, a first level spell for now. Um, and, because uh, I'm not entirely positive, I'll have to dig that back up out of my notes. Um, so you reach into the darkness, and you just, like, a void of rips open in, like, space, and you just pull out this massive shadow blade. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll to attack this way. Okay. That one. So you reach into the darkness and you pull out the sword and you go to, like, swipe at this creature. But uh, your sword hasn't fully, like, coalesced yet. And the shadows are still forming as, like, it just turns into, like, vapor. And it has, and your sword finishes forming after your swing is finished. <sighs> Roll me a d100, my dear. Please not hard day. Mm-mm.
2: 93?
0: Uh, you've had that one.
2: 51.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> one is Asha in Jazara's body, two is Jazara in <laughs> Asha's body, um, three is Orvo, and four is the golem. Roll me a d4. Four. four. Is four the golem? Did I yes, what so you just did. No, yeah. Okay the gola, oh, no becomes a penguin aracocra person it is a giant penguin person now it is a five foot nothing giant penguin person it is shaped like a penguin it has two like flippery things and it is a
2: <laughs> penguin
1: Asha, okay. kick it.
2: Which yep. Asha? The one in Jazz's body. Kick it. Um,
0: this thing is just kind of like waving its now flippery arms around. Doesn't really seem to have noticed the fact that it's no longer a giant golem. But uh, it just it reaches its flipper out. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: should I just kick it? Is, 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 I, I mean, if I don't you would know like... What...
0: Okay, so, Jazara, um, for your options, you can shoot her longbow twice, if you play. Like. Mm-hmm. Um You could throw her lightning javelin. Um, and you could kick it if you wanted to kick it. Um, you've got a couple of daggers, a short sword. She doesn't really have any offensive spells. Um... But uh, yeah, she doesn't have
1: any offensive spells. So uh, Asha healing in, spells, but she doesn't have offensive spells. So Asha in Jazz's body mm-hmm. is gonna flounder a little because uh, makeup—not uh, makeup—spell uh, casting would be what she usually makeup. What the hell, brain? <laughs> um, <laughs> spell casting is what she'd usually reach for, but she's um. Oh, stressed. Um,
0: <laughs> if you want, like, you can, like, roll me a d eight and just activate a random spell. Uh,
1: no. As you like, I think pull for magic. I think because I have her skills, right? Like, so
0: more or less. Like, if you shoot her bow, I mean, it would be a disadvantage, attack. but
1: yeah. I it, it would be passable, right? Yeah. Okay. So I think we're just gonna try and shoot with the bow because. Jazz is great at that, and maybe I'll get part of that credit.
0: <laughs> sure. Um, Jazara has a feat called Sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. It will not apply in this instance. Um, so what you'll do is you're going to roll me a d20 plus 8. Okay. At disadvantage. So roll me two d20s. Take the lower. Okay. Um, 16. 16. Well, uh,
1: sorry. 8, it's 8, and then plus 8 is 16.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, you still hit this, uh, creature, so go ahead, um, Jazara still has Hunter's Mark working, um, -hmm. so you're gonna go ahead and roll me a D8 and a D6 plus
1: three. D8 is four. D6 is three, so seven plus, you said four? Uh, three. Plus three. Oh, three, sorry, thank you. Uh, ten. Ten? So you,
0: like, you're holding... Jazar's bow, and you kind of like reach back for an arrow, and like you really hesitate for a moment before you fire it And what is now a giant penguin. Um, and, and you pull this bow back, and like you release it, and it just, and this penguin is just kind of waddling, and floundering a oh little. Oh god. And, uh, but it Don't is, make it cute. for the record, still horrifying. Like okay, it, it, it still has It's like, a flesh weird,
2: penguin now.
0: Yeah, but, like it's not <laughs> as bad, but like there's still like broken bones and things like sticking out of it.
1: Okay. And uh, so you knock it.
0: an arrow, and just with all of your might of just wanting this to be over, like you let go of that arrow, and like it hits this penguin thing, and it, like, I want to say it roars, it tries to, it just makes penguin noise, <sighs> noises, and it just waddles once and then flops over.
1: Dead, dead, or just dead, dead. Yeah. you are once
0: again out of combat
1: Asha as Jazz falls to her knees fair and And might be hyperventilating a little
0: bit Zara is just kind of staring at herself and then just like looking over at herself that's on the floor like okay this is
3: new
2: Val is just staring at all of this no, she's just staring at empty space at wherever her shadow pocket is, where she her blade comes from. She's going, really?
0: <laughs> what the fuck was that? And, and at that time, like, your sword just kind of just dissipates it fully into smoke.
2: We're gonna have to talk about that.
0: And as you guys are, like, just losing it in the hallway, uh, Asha and Zara, like, a surge of magic comes over you, and you're both just rocked backwards, and you are back in your own bodies. It's very disorienting, because you've now changed locations again. But you are back <laughs> in your own Asha body.
1: is still hyperventilating. <laughs> yeah, but has fallen back against the wall a little bit. <gasps> Don't forget the mud, Asha. <laughs> <laughs> mud. <Maya! laughs>
0: <laughs> you hear a door further down the hallway clank open, and, like, uh... Uh, the creepy like laboratory dude that you had seen before sticks his head out there it's like there's work being done keep it down and then slams. you
2: shut the, the fuck up <laughs> Val is just, just one blink cause like Asha doesn't usually blow up like that so just small smile creeping up on her face
0: yeah Desara is definitely kind of like looking over at Val and like looking at Asha and like kind of goes and she just kind of like sits next to us she's like it's okay it's okay it's
1: It's so dirty
0: i know i know like it just kind of like helps you clean like some of it off maybe you're not doing anything she's just like kind of cleaning you off a little and uh uh i had rolled i believe a three before so in uh what is three rounds the mud will disappear from you so within
1: okay in
0: like the next 30 seconds like the mud vanishes off of Asha.
1: And then she starts crying because it's gone, (laughs) and she's just relieved. Yep.
0: So, like, you guys just kind of sit there for
2: a minute. And she's a little embarrassed
1: about the uh, minor overreaction, but, um...
2: And uh, Val is going to walk out the door with keys in hand towards the next one.
1: Alright.
0: And you head out into the hallway, just kind of like,
1: Orvo, who didn't actually get a chance to really do anything. <laughs> uh, so Orvo has moved into absolutely terrified of all of
0: us. <laughs> yeah, um, more or less.
1: Uh, he, he's just
0: kind of like, okay, I knew lacrosse was weird. This, <laughs> this is different. <laughs> and uh, you guys- Come on, Orvo!
2: Off to the next door!
0: Orvo kind of like reluctantly starts making his way towards you. Valcario, you start making your way back to the original chamber. Yeah. Asha's kind of just still sitting on the floor and is like kneeling next to her. And uh, with that fun note, I think we'll leave it there.
1: <laughs> Asha's full and total mental breakdown. A full,
0: total, just absolute collapse and just like, no thank you. But we will end our session there um, as you guys go to head into the second half of Saul's Vault. Yay!
2: <laughs> where is sir goosington because val was so
1: close to calling for sir goosington be like where are
2: you you don't know he has
0: disappeared and he has not come back
1: he operates in his own time. he
2: does i know he has his own kingdom mission to rule but like come on
0: he does what he does and what he does nobody including him really knows but yeah So what did you guys think so far? You've made it to Saul's vault. Quite entertaining. Yeah, quite. (laughs) You guys have definitely hit some of the more interesting magical surges at this point. You still haven't hit my favorite one, I will say that. Uh, Though the llama was highly entertaining.
1: I will say that. I was a llama. You were a llama. (laughs) Which probably influenced Asha's meltdown because I just pictured Cusco in the rain. <laughs> I'm a llama! Yep, pretty much. <laughs>
2: just <laughs> i a llama.
1: So you guys have had a llama
0: and a penguin person this session so far. That's
1: that's um what can I say? Pretty unexpected.
0: Yeah. That's very very fair. Um Ani, I don't think your shadow vortex is a spell. I think it's a
2: feature, but a vortex. Don't... The vortex is a the crystal. The vortex
0: is a crystal thing, but I don't know if your shadow sword is a spell or not
2: because okay. it's not in your crystal feature list that I have. Um, I want to say it's a spell cuz I have it in my book as a
0: as, as a, a second level
2: as a second level spell.
0: Okay then yeah, that one's probably a, a spell. Like, I don't have that one listed in this notebook, so and I didn't want to go through all of them in that moment, so it's like, yeah, let's just use a spell slot for them. Um, any questions you guys have at this time?
1: No, I actually asked them when I had them today, as opposed <laughs> to I'll, I'll ask that later.
2: No, that's fair. Like, what I do, I'll figure it out as we get there. <laughs> uh
0: anything or you guys I just completely forget <laughs> yeah that's usually my method anything you guys um uh need to go over before we get to the jungle june episode you guys just let me know um because okay. like i know
1: all new characters and everything like
0: that um ash do you have your character sheet
1: not yet i was gonna go over it tomorrow with hayden okay st- that's cool. sitting there yeah <sighs>
0: Um, just uh, add like the little items, or at least keep make note of the items and stuff I gave right. you, because um, I like I don't need to see your character. You can make either. it here if you want. I, I know can. you can actually. D anD D Beyond does not have Artificer on it unless you. Oh,
2: okay. It. Never mind. Rude.
0: Yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, everything should be set for Jungle June. It's uh, not super combat based because I wanted to give you guys new things to do so
1: oh yeah so aren't we doing puzzles
0: mm-hmm. yeah they got some puzzles and stuff for you i made a a giant like guide for myself the other day so it's like just typed <laughs> it all out it's so many pages uh but
2: it's just so, for my
0: own benefit
2: right right we will see you monday for D D. we'll mm-hmm. see you that same thursday for the mummy mm-hmm. and then the next thursday for the next D nameless city
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm.
0: it's in my calendar time. Yeah, we're going to see a lot of each other. Um,
2: but yeah, my mom's going to be like, what happened? You didn't see each other for like two, three weeks. And now she's I here all the
1: time. sick. <laughs> I know. I was sick. And then I had to go into the office four times in one week for no reason. My poor uh, mother's going, is everything OK? I'm like, yeah, why?
2: Erin hasn't been here in like two weeks. I'm like, it's we're not fighting.
1: <laughs> it's fine. I was busy collaborating. Collaborating collaborating in not did i i sent you did i say i sent you You sent pic- me the picture yeah oh i'll show i'll show you okay. Misty how the um how how i was collaborating at work the other day okay
0: <laughs> yeah you in the Starbucks bag man mm mm-hmm. mhm <laughs> Is there anyone else in this office with you
1: downstairs no at at that time no well um not from our team there's people farther to like in the one where you can see that big doorway if you keep going that way to the left of that picture there's people that are from um wella um but there were only like two or three people but why did they have you here like i don't know jesus why just you i don't Well, I mean, other people technically were there that day. That was just might've been, um, that was, that might, I think that was lunch, but I, I was the first person there that day of anybody downstairs and all of our lights are on, uh, motion sensors. So as I was walking down the stairs into the dungeon, they, like the lights were popping on and it's like, "Mm." Mm Hmm
2: that's mm. fun. Got the, the the lights and, and my office were like that so like every time it was just because it was just, just me in there mm-hmm. so they just go off and i would be like
0: right yeah when i worked lights. for full sale i had that problem too because i would get there so early because of my mom's work schedule yeah. like every like 30 minutes or so i just have to get up and like wave my arms wildly <laughs> around like hello <laughs> like i Anybody's got the watching point- the
2: security cameras the- fix
0: it yeah, it got to the point it. that I
2: just like let it be
0: dark, and I'm just like whatever. I'm just on the computer. I did anyway. that.
2: I did that once. I'm like, I'm not getting up. Yeah, let it be dark.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. It's just a whole lot. Um, but yeah, that was this was interesting. You guys have finally made it to Saul's vault. Um, and uh, have made actually a lot of progress. So before mm-hmm. you know it, you guys are gonna be out of the north. Like, look at you guys go. Oh
2: my god, <laughs> no more snow. No oh! more snow. Oh! It would
0: be the first time you guys ever see a uh, different like environments and stuff like that too. Like grass would be new. So that would be interesting to
2: have a great time. Oh, with yeah. new Sensations
0: with new sensations, new seasons and things like that too. You guys have Geneva. not experienced rain <clears throat> like that'll be interesting. That's true. So it'll be, it'll be very interesting for you guys as you, as you're making your way out of the North and all that. So. Uh, but you guys did really good and you guys have gotten to Saul's vault and explored some of it. Uh, you guys really encountered some of the weirder magical surges (laughs) that I have. I will say that. Um, but so we're really starting to uh, narrow them down. I need to make a list of all the ones that you guys don't have yet Mm -hmm. and just make you start rolling on that, like a a mini table. That's just the one you guys haven't done yet. So. But uh, that
1: actually might be good. Cause I'm sure cause I'm sure it's a pain in the butt for you to go. Nope. You did that. Yeah. Nope, we did that one too. No. And
0: sometimes I'm just like, did you do that one? Like, I like the body switching one. I'm like, did we do that one? I couldn't remember. No, we now. didn't
2: freaky Friday before <laughs> we didn't know. Yeah. We did freaky Friday before.
0: Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, uh, this is a weird time to do it, but let's do, let's go for it. So, but, uh, well, but yeah. Chaos always. Oh, of course, of course, of course. So I love that Val got pyrotechnics because that was definitely the one I made that I thought Val needs this. Val needs to just fucking light fireworks off in an enclosed space somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, we've got a couple of more Wild Magic Surges left. That you guys will probably get through within the next like episode or so um, before I release the Wild Magic table. Um, but yeah, I think everything is going really well. You guys did great and uh yeah yeah so we'll we'll see what's uh what happens next yeah. yeah i'm excited oh yeah it should be it should be pretty good you guys are uh making you've made your way through like at least half of saul's vault so that's really cool
1: um i know that those the i like when the when the black uh <laughs> things peel away and yeah like, right it's like hmm.
0: I thought that made it, like, a little more interesting and also would make it so that you guys couldn't really decide with, like, meta knowledge of what was
1: behind the door. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, it would be like, well, well, but what did you know? Hmm.
0: There's a slightly more extreme version that we're going to do on Monday, because that one, you won't see anything except for a black screen, except for the little pieces that I, I show you guys as you go. So,
2: oh
0: shit. So that'll be interesting. I'm excited
2: for the puzzles though. Yeah. 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 Well,
0: that should be pretty good. So, I, I got some interesting things going on for you guys for that one. Um, I'm going to read our little end of the episode <clears throat> stuff. Um, all of the music from the episode can be found on either tabletopaudio.com or was made in house by me and can be found on either a serendipitous setting on YouTube or on our website, which is the sorry not sorry G-E dot dot com forward slash. TSN SGP. you can also find the link on our website uh, for our link tree on Instagram, because what I just said was a mouthful. Uh, all of our homebrew elements can be found on our website with the exception of our wild magic table, which will be released a little later as to avoid any spoilers for my players. Because as you can tell by this episode, it's been pretty chaotic and the surprise <laughs> looks on their faces is quite literally my favorite part. Um, The Sorry Not Sorry Generation has no affiliation with Wizards of the Coast or Critical Role. We are just using their mechanics and the world, like all D&D campaigns do, to have fun. We also have no affiliation with tabletop audio. Um, The Nameless City itself is an original piece of homebrew by the Sorry Not Sorry Generation. If you have any questions about our campaign or any of the homebrew elements, please feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, or through our website and i think that wraps up this episode of the nameless city so all right guys well thank you so so much for your, uh sticking around for this new episode and we will see you next time
3: bye, bye! bye!
2: <laughs> tune in next week for more fuckery because we have some serious questions and concerns